on this computer. Yeah, I'm already recording. I'm ready to roll. Okay, so we were just, I got my man LS, six pack lapping at, we're going live here. Yeah, you were just a- telling me, because um, I'm using Zoom for the longest time, everybody's like, you got to get your audio in check. You got to get like, like upgrade this. And um, the last, I just did a podcast yesterday and we did it via Zoom. And um, mm-hmm. so I'm like, let me, I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to start using Zoom. My business partner has been telling me, go Zoom, go Zoom. It's, um, I guess like the, the way the connections work, it's, it's, it's better, uh, supposedly, that, I'm not a big tech guy, but supposedly it's yeah. better than Skype, cleaner than Skype. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's got, it's, got, it's got a few more bells and whistles, and it's almost, right. it's almost like a direct, like, it's just almost like a direct line. Like, it's just like, it's almost, yeah. it's close to a secured, you know what I mean, like, you know, transition in terms of, you know, communication as you can get. I mean, and like I said, for me, it's just, you know, the fact that you could use, you know, you can have, you know, shit, as many people as you want, really, on your podcast. Yeah. You know, that's the cool part. Like like I said, I, I've done a couple of, you know, meetings and stuff with my with my cheer team, dude, and that's like 50 plus people. And there's Holy shit. 50 plus people on the screen. I, I mean, I, I did a, po- actually, I did a podcast. No, I used Google Meet for that with that one. This last podcast uh, that I, I did a top set, a top set playlist, you know, I always make those playlists. So uh, we we did one of our top set uh, of our top set music and stuff, and it was like it was like four or five of us. I mean, and the cool thing with with uh, with Zoom is like people will literally log in, come in, kind of say what they have to say. I'm like, all right, I'll be right back, and they'll log out, or not even log out. They kind of walk away, and then it closes their screen. They'll go and do what they have to do, and then they'll come back, and then they pop right back up. So it's like the the cool thing is when you're watching, especially when you do your playback. If you have like, let's say like, oh, I'm gonna do a podcast with you know. Um, all of the all of the 74s there's yeah. a bunch of badass 74s so like that's how i'm gonna do a pre you know pre usapl nationals uh 74 preview i'm gonna get you know the top projected eight nine 74s and you get them on and they'll just everybody will be talking and then you know a guy will start talking and you know he, he might like oh, i'll be right back he'll leave his screen will close and but then it'll go right back to tight you know what I mean? Then he'll come back and it'll pop back open. So you get to see it because you can do the grid view. Dude, it's, 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 it's nifty. It's convenient. Right? It's, it's super convenient. Um, there's a lot less editing on, on your end, uh, on the back end. And that's yeah. the part that I, I'm like, hell yeah, don't, I don't want to edit a ton. You know what I mean? Like, and like I said, I mean, I got the green screen in the back end so you can throw any background you want. And here's the cool thing. This is the part I like, cause I did one with Paul Ravella um, out of Tampa, you know, he's, awesome nutrition coach, awesome, you know, bodybuilding, fitness, bikini coach. Um, I did one with Paul and it was literally just me and Paul talking back and forth. But I mean, because, you know, I, I you know, I had the, the green screen behind me um, and the way that Zoom was going back and forth, I edited on the back end. I edited the whole thing. Um, I didn't have to chop it up, which, you know, sometimes that's the part that sucks is chopping it up. Um, I literally just threw his logo um, on my green screen behind me and that was it i didn't have to chop add green screen chop add green screen it i mean it linked it all the way through the whole you know what i mean because yeah. the video is quality the playback video is quality so i mean in i think that that's the cool thing especially like with you know with the youtube you know with, with, when you when you put it back on youtube it's like all right the you know the quality of the, of the playback you know once you like you can i've dude i've rendered you know i think i've re-rendered like eight times i did one video like over my one with daniela mello 
bro, I did. I, I kept going over and over and over. Cause like, ah, man, I, I need to add this. Oh, I forgot to add this. I forgot to add this. So I kept re-rendering the thing over and over and over and then it didn't lose quality. So, I mean, I, I think, I think you'll enjoy it. I definitely yeah. feel like you'll enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's, it's, it's not like, it's a lot easier than Skype, dude. <laughs> you know what? I'm told it is more server to server. It's crazy how, like, since the quarantine happened, a lot of these apps are popping up, and the technology for these apps are much better. Like, we're, we're, oh, yeah. we're flying with this, and, and it's cleaner. The audio's cleaner. The video's cleaner. There's less dropping off and lag yeah. time. Well, I mean, the fact that I, I, I mean, example, like, obviously, you know, we use, you know, we use, we've been using Skype. There's no way that I could be talking to you right now without a microphone on Skype. Actually, oh. would be, yeah, I'd be echoing like when Valhalla, dude. Like, so the fact that, you know what I mean? Like, we're able to, like, you know, that for me, that was like, that's the first thing I noticed was quality. And then, of course, the fact that once you're done with it, um, when I was doing my, my, uh, my podcast with, with Austin, when he invited me on his and he was using, he was using Zoom, he's like, yeah, as soon as it's done, it's, you have, an audio, you know, you'll have your audio file and you have your video file. You know what I yeah. mean? So, so like for me, I'm like, oh hell yeah, like that's that's perfect. So that means I don't have to, you know, because before I was like, all right, I have to, you know, well I, I'm lying because I have a Skype recorder, so I have both of those anyway. But you know what I mean? Well, like, I had to. I can tell you right now, I had to record the Skype, but mm-hmm. you would have you had the video, you'd have to rip the audio from it using an from app. Which would be lower the quality. And then the quality to Skype wasn't amazing. And people were telling me, no, Garrett, you, we like the content, but the quality audio, come yeah, on. And it, it doesn't mean, and the, the part, that's the part that sucks the worst is the audio, no matter how, I mean, I, dude, I spend more, and people like, I, I feel bad saying this, but I'm like eight, eight or 10 podcasts behind right now. I mean, I'm usually, I usually have like at least Four, like I always have like four, in, <laughs> four in the clip, you know, like every. You know what I mean? I always have at least four in the clip, but I, I'm like eight, damn near ten in the clip right now because of the audio. I, I have one that um uh, that I was with uh, Dr. Chris Hunt and um with Donovan Thompson, Jen Thompson's husband, and uh, obviously they're both medical doctors, and you know it, this was dude, this was almost a month ago now. And I'm still working on the audio because the audio was so <laughs> trash. And it's, it's what did you use? What did you use for the audio to be trashed? What happened? It was Skype. Uh, but, but you know how Skype is? It's like, all right, you don't know what server that you're going to get it from. You know what I mean? And so they, they mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, love both those men to death. Dude. They've done so much for, for me and, and for lifting. So they reached out to me and was like, hey, we want to do uh, a podcast over, you know, uh, the COVID-19 you know, um, over a lot of these doctors and, and, and nurses that are on the front lines, you know, um, would you be interested? Well, hell yeah, that's like a no brainer. So we got cool. Let's set up a time. So like two weeks from then, I'm like, all right, you know, we set up the time. We're ready to roll. We, we go to record it. I send the invitation. Like uh, Chris Hunt can't get it. So I send Donovan what Donovan can't get it. So then Chris, Chris, you know, goes to send it. You know what I mean? And it, 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 it's kind of working, kind of not, but it's like, I don't know what server it's it's using. I mean, because I'm like, well, I mean, I'm bro, I'm I'm good. I you know I have fiber, bro. I I know my my connection's on point. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm pretty sure those other two fellas. I'm pretty sure they're like they have like pretty pretty high speed. You know, you know, internet and everything. So I'm like, all right, well, we should be good to go. But it's like this: if the Skype servers decide, like, nah, man, 
<laughs> the Skype server is like, nah. Here's the problem: you got if you do like a uh, time-sensitive episode where yeah. it's like, look, this is very pertinent to like this. This has got to happen. So then a month later, you're like, shit. I hope it's still relevant. I hope we don't talk too much about what's going on oh, in God. March. We were talking. <laughs> Dude, we were talking about the, the, the damn Sheffield when I was talking to Danielle. Oh, no! Oh, and I no, just got no. that thing out. I still have, like, a couple of Sheffield episodes. <laughs> preview! Dude, you have my... a whole Sheffield preview show? Dude, no. What are you going to laugh at? I did one with Brett Gibbs. <laughs> oh, fuck! Dog, I don't feel as bad now. I love that we're doing, like, podcast bloopers and shit, because... <laughs> so go on. Tell me about it. What happened with Brett Gibbs? Were you? Oh, so I was, I was talking with Brett. I mean, here's the thing, dude. I cannot wait. I, I'm pretty sure I have the, the COVID-19. I got to get this thing out. Yeah. I, I Before we're out of lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get, I'm getting the COVID-19 because, dude, it's so much good information. The only thing is, it's literally like, we'll be talking like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Silence. Blah, 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 blah. And the thing is, I can hear the signs. I mean, because, I mean, I'm, you know, obviously I'm supposed to be, you know, kind of, you know, facilitating the conversation. And I'm cool with that part. <laughs> I'm cool with yeah. that part. It's just like, you know, Chris would be, you know, Dr. Chris Hunt would be talking. And I'm like, oh, man, this is heat right here. I'm learning so much. And then it would just go blank. I'm like, oh, there's no audio. So I'm like, oh, yeah? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I, I like that idea. You Did know, the audio like, cut out? Completely. His ah, audio would, shit. You know, he, you know it, would, it would chop out or audio. So when his audio went out, I was like, well, well let me do some. Yep. I, I completely understand. Oh, that's a good idea. Fillers. To, like, hopefully, you know, you know, give, you know, give the certain time. Oh, of- no, well, that's, you're Dude. like, you're like, you're, <laughs> you're like, I got to problem solve this on the fly. So you're like, okay, oh. I got you. Wow. So you don't say. And there's- <laughs> yeah, here's the thing that the, the part that, the part that sucks worse than everything, this is the part that like, if it's lifting, all right, I think I can, I can fairly hold my own. Any type of fitness stuff, I can hold my own. But these yeah. doctors are talking, they're, they're like dropping all these different like uh, references and, you know, these different medical terms, you know, dropping these different like, you know, Latin medical terms. I'm like, dude, I can't even pretend like I know what's going yeah. on. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to start Googling while they're talking. You know, so I'll <laughs> do shit. So I'll be ready. You know yeah. what I mean? So. And just, you know, between him and, 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 and uh, Dr. Thompson, I was like, dude, this sucks so bad because these dudes are dropping freaking knowledge bombs and, like, people are going to miss it. So what I've been doing is, I, I, no joke, I've been going, I've gone back and listened as much as I can to the audio and try because they're so much choppy. Like, dude, it was like almost three hours. So was it choppy from the signal or was it choppy just breaks and talking? No, it was choppy from the signal. So that's ah. what I'm that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, you know how it is. Like if we're not saying if let's say that, you know, you have secure, I'm secure. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And if, you know, you know, hopefully, you know, if, if the, if the, the gods of conversation are blessing us, you know, we will get that strong server that can connect us both and that can handle that bandwidth. Yeah. And not everybody and their grandma is going to be on. Cause I think a lot of it, it's the time of day because, you know, right now, I mean, it's, it's a Sunday. Not everybody's going to be Skyping and or on, on Zoom because Zoom's has it chops a little bit here and there. So, you know, and then also again, depending on the server, because you know how servers are, the server could be in Seattle, the server could be in LA, the server could be in New York. You yeah. know, so and I don't even know where Skype's based out of, but I'm pretty sure 
they have a lot of West Coast servers. I don't know that they have any uh, many Midwest servers, but I mean, if it's coming out of, of, of LA, if it's coming out of Seattle, if it's coming out of anything on the West Coast, well, their internet is trash right now. You know what I mean? And so if it's coming out of Chicago, there's a possibility that it might be trash there. If it's coming out of New York, yes, it's a very, very high possibility that that server is going to be trash. So the three, the four or five main hubs that these servers are, are, are you know, based out of, if that's where your, your, your Skype server is, is hosting your conversation, dude, you're screwed, dude. So it's like, these are like, so these three grown men are not paying the internet or they got the slowest dial up, like what's going on? So yeah, so I, 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 I've gone back, this is no joke. I'm at, I'm on week three right now trying to like just enrich the audio and figure out a way to, to make it better. I'm like, I got a couple of, of, of medical friends, of medical doctors that I'm like, hey, dude, do you know what he's talking about? So then I can possibly go back and do some filler. You know what I mean? You know, because I'm going to have to figure out a way to chop it up to where it makes sense because it, it's, so, it's so technical, so specific, and, and so pertinent. I'm like, I need people to understand what's going on. I need people to hear what's happening. But at the same time, I want – you know, I don't want these guys to sound like, dude, so are they really doctors? Because it's just, it's, they're just, you know, not, you know, they're not speaking. If you watch it, you're like, okay, that's where it got choppy. And, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But, because but, it won't sound right. Yeah. But if it's audio, it's just going to be like, dude, are these guys really doctors? Or are they just pretending like they are? Because, like, if you listen to audio only, it sounds like, uh, does he really know what he's talking about? Because there's huge gaps. You'll ask a question, yeah. huge pause, and you're like, is this guy trying to formulate what he's going to say for like 20 yeah. seconds? <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Come out with it already. You know I mean? right. so like, and that's a crazy because, dude, you know, Donovan Thompson, oh, my. That man is so otherworldly intelligent. You know, and so, I mean, and he started his, you know, he, he started in Detroit. Detroit is one, like, it was one of the worst hit. You know, um, at the beginning, like with the COVID nineteen, so that's where he started his medical practice. Like he's he's administration now. He's like he's that good. He's he's administration now. And you know, Chris Hunt, he started his medical practice. Um, you know, he started on the front lines. He started in 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 NYC. And so you you hear these two men in different stages, you know, uh, of of their their medical careers talking about this crazy killer, you know, epidemic that's going on and. You know, and Chris is battling with the idea of should I get back into, you know, go back into the front lines. Yeah, he's he's in, you know, Indianapolis now, and he's he's battling with the, you know, his his heart's being torn because he started in NYC. Like, do I need to go back and, and help a lot of my classmates that I started with, you know, or mm -hmm. do I stay on the front lines? Because I mean, he's bro. Some of the stuff they talk about and the technology and and you know just how the medical community is just you know bound together and and then like a fact that I was like. People, you know, I had no clue. You know, America's what, 300, 330? Yeah, million. Yeah, around there. Yeah, around it's, there. It's, 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 three, it's like three and a half, 300, you know, 300 and a half million people, you know, um, give or take in this, in, this, in this country. Bro, there are only 100,000 beds, ICU, ICU beds. There are only 100,000 ICU beds. Mm. So I'm like, wait, What? You gotta be kidding me! I had no clue, but I mean, I would have never known that. You know, I mean, I I, I pride myself on you know knowing information that, that like that the normal man doesn't know. I never knew that. So, I mean, they were just dropping all these gems here and there. I'm like, dude, this cannot be lost because of you know a uh, you know uh, a, a a shitty server. So, I mean, I'm like, you know, I want to give it. It's it's just do and make sure that I get it out there. But meanwhile, 
people are like, hey, dude, when's the next podcast? And you know how it is. Like, you want to you wanna turn out good content, but at the same time, you definitely want to give respect to those that, you know, the, the ones that, that you have going on. Like, I, I could easily just, ah, let me cross up somebody. Let me do a quick little podcast. But, I mean, I want to make sure I get this one out. But, like I said, like, I got done with that one, and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't even finished, you know, editing the one I did with Brett Gibbs. The one I did with Brett Gibbs is Dope. Well, so what did you guys talk about? It was leading into Sheffield. Was he talking no, well, about? No, it, this is it was it was post Sheffield. It was okay. right after, Yeah, it was right after you know, pretty much right after we found out that we weren't going to the Sheffield and everything. And dude, he was just bro, just hearing him talk. Like you know how like there's there's a few. I mean, over the years, like you know, you get to know the lifters and you get to know how they are. You know and you, you know, you know that personality they bring to the table, you know, and, and you know when a lifter is gassing and you know when a lifter is telling the truth, like, you know, and Brad was just straight up, he's like, bro, I was ready to destroy at Sheffield. I mean, and, oh. you know, and Brad, you know, he, you know he's, he's seasoned in the game, but some of the stuff he was saying, I was like, wait, what? He's like, honestly, it, it's a possibility. You might see me do one more meet, one more big meet, put up a huge total, and that's it. Oh, shit. No way. He's Bro, talking about, he's like, talking MJ last dance run. Yes. I was like, Brett Gibbs, don't do this to me. I, I mean, we just chopped, dude. It was so chill. Cause I mean, there's, you know, they're super quarantined, man. So he was like, he was just outside his house. You know, we were just chilling. We were just talking. I mean, we chopped it up for a long minute. It was right. I, I did one with, 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 uh, I did my part two actually with uh, Sean Noriega. And then I had Brett like, like 20 minutes later. So I was like, I was just 83 talk, man. It was, I was like, damn. And here's the thing. I believe him. It's not one of those like, ah, you're not, you know, we're just saying that. You'll be back. Like, I was like, bro. Like, I, I'm ready to, I want to put it out because, like, man, dude, I, oof. he's like, he's like, man, he's like, I, he goes, honestly, what, I, what I'm thinking about doing is just, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then at the very end, he's like, I mean, I'm going to put up the most insane total that, that, that I can. And then, and peace out. You know, you know, th there's been talk and speculation about that. I've had a couple coaches on some of the fellas um, from New Zealand who, who handle Brett at Worlds. And they said, like, he's been doing a lot of other things. Look, a couple years ago, when you went on Brett's, like, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, whatever, he was all in on powerlifting, very much powerlifting content, powerlifting orientated. He was, he was immersed in it. Yeah. And he, he's been to, like, 11 world championships. It's been decades since he was a kid. Now yeah. he's a grown ass man and he's achieved everything he wants to achieve. And now when you go to his social media, you see he's, he's doing fishing, barbecue, he's doing other, yeah, he's living life. So you can, and they, they speculated that he might be near one foot out the door being like, I just, you know, there was some talk about that. And I was like, really? Well, the, the thing that people have to understand, man, you know, it's, I, you know, I mean, I've been, you know, as long as I've done powerlifting, I mean, I've gone to a world championship. I've been at some world championship, regardless if it's, you know, open, if it's, you know, uh, bench. I've been at a world championship. Like, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, and it's, I'm not even, you know, facts are facts. I mean, that's just the car facts. I'm not, you know, I'm not like, oh, that's just what I do. But I mean, like, it's just whatever. Like, you go to one, it's not like, it's, it's not necessarily you go to one, you go to them all. But I mean, in my, what, seven, you know what I'm saying, six, six and a half, seven years going on eight, like, I get it, you know what I mean, and you know, and, and and thank God that I started when I did in terms of being like older, more established, and having seen the world and everything. Because it's it's 
it's dope, but you realize, I came in the game realizing, you know what, I like lifting. It's an amazing part of life, but it's not all of my life. So, yeah. and I think, you know, we're just, we're seeing, you know, Brett, like you said, going from, you know, you know, lifting as a kid to being you know, a, a grown man and, and have another interest. But I think, you know, what you're seeing is not just a, it's not a man that, you know, that doesn't like powerlifting, that doesn't like competing. I think you're seeing a man that realizes there's also more to life than just big picking up a bar. You know what I mean? And I think the, the biggest thing that I learned when I started this game really was powerlifting is an amazing part of life, but it's not your life. You know what I mean? And for those that make it their life, you know what I mean? You know, the, the thing you have to realize is if you live by the sword, you can certainly die by the sword. You know what I mean? The thing that makes you so happy, you, you can grow to hate it because that's all your focus has been on. I mean, there's a reason why there's a honeymoon stage in relationships. There's a reason why you are in love with that person for so, so long. And I mean, everything they do is, is amazing. They, when they walk, you know, the grass is greener. The water tastes better. The sky is bluer. Birds are chirping. All that shit. And then one day, you're like, damn, I'm tired. Man, you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> it's not that you don't want to be with them. It's not that you love them any less. It's just that, I mean, when you go all in on something, man, there's no, it's not sustainable. There's nothing that you do in life that you can go 100% every day, all day, and it stays sustainable, and the feeling stays the same. There is nothing. Right. There's I agree with that. You, know you need I mean? balance. You need balance in life. I have balance. You know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, like, I don't even, I don't even, you know, I mean, that my dad's, you know, he's a retired preacher and everything. I mean, it even, you know, even like your, 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 you know, people that are, I mean, hardcore religious, they can, they will even tell you like, Hey man, there's times that you even doubt your faith. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's a yin and yang to everything that life is about balance. And at some point you get to that, that point where there's no way that you can go, you can't redline anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Expected, it, it doesn't, you know, and so I think with Brett, what you're seeing is a, a grown man that powerlifting was such a major part of his life, you know, in, in, and as a result of powerlifting, obviously you see the world, you meet other people, you fall in love, you, you realize like your priorities change, you, you know, your interests change, you know, and, you know, uh, it, it's, it's an amazing addition to life, but it, it's hard to make it your life, you know? And I mean, there's just, I don't know anybody that, 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 that can do that. And, and I think if you put yourself in a position where all you do is eat, sleep, breathe, powerlifting, man, bro, you are in for a lonely, lonely existence, bro. Cause it's just, it's cool. It's dope. And, and you get to meet some amazing people, but that that's where it ends. For me, that's where it ends. I'm like, cool. I'd rather kick it with the people, get to know the people, because that's the only variable in powerlifting. Everything else is a constant. You know what I mean? Like the people are the the people are the wild card. That's a that's the fun part. And so I think with with Brett, I think that's that's just where he's at, man. He's he's at a point where like, bro, what else does he have to prove? He got nothing else to prove. Well, it's it's you hit the nail right on the head. Where like in anything in life, make sure you got balance. And if you're one of those people that's all in, like, mm -hmm. and I mean like. I become immersed, obsessed, and that's all I'm about. I, I uh, like every podcast, every book I read, every whatever becomes powerlifting. It won't, it's not the key for, for longevity. One of the biggest oh, things for longevity is pace yourself. That's probably the biggest I could tell anybody is, here's advice, pace yourself. You have, but you know what though? I mean, we're not, we're not like, you know, we're not in our 20s, you know what I mean? We're not, you know, 
We're not, Man, we ain't even in our 30s, dog. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, you know, we're not in our 20s, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, you, it's just everything's going home, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's not like we're in our 30s. We're like, damn, bro, I used to kill it in my 20s, you know what I mean? Like, when you're in your 40s, you know what I mean? You're like, you know what, dude? Now you're getting in that place where you are comfortable with who you are, not just as a man, but as a person. You know what I mean? And you come to terms with some of the, like some of the dumb stuff you did when you were younger. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, the, just the decisions that you made, like you start to see how those decisions that I did, that I made when I was, you know, 19, 19 through 24, 25, damn, this doesn't affect me now. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And so, you know, if, if you are lucky, like I was lucky, man, I, I, from Jump Street, I mean, no matter what sport, activity I, choose, I chose to do, I always had an OG, like, hey, man, let me, you know, hey, let me put you on game before you start doing this, you know? And so when I got into powerlifting, I thought it was going to be, nah, it's going to be different, man. But, like, shit, for my first meet, I got, you know, I, you know, the OGs took me under their arm, like, hey, man, this is how you do it, this is how you don't do it. You know, you know if, if you're going to do this, if you're going to be, you know, uh, if you want to be good at this sport, then you, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, you pay homage to those that came before you and you got to set the table for those that are going to come after you. And so you just, you, you kind of, you just stay rolling with that. You know, it's, you know, and, and I guess the more you realize it's about the people in the game rather than the game itself, you know, it, I mean, that easier, adds makes it easier, right? Oh, but yeah, it, 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 it adds longevity to the game because again, when you invest in the actual, you know, the actual resource that, that makes this, this sport great, the people, you know what I mean? Like, Dude, it, just, it makes it fun because, I mean, no, no two people are the same, you know? So it's, I don't know, man. I, I, I think, you know, I think the more you start seeing, you know, these, these, these well-established lifters do other things, I think it adds a bit more texture to the game. You know, I mean, and it sucks. It sucks to think of, of, of the sport of powerlifting without Brett Gibbs in it. You uh, know what I mean? I've never seen you it. Know, I haven't like, seen, like, I, I since I've been doing like the um, commentating at world or since things really kicked up since things yeah. really blew up for powerlifting, it's always been Brett at the worlds. It's always been Brett. If you're going to win the 83s, you got to get through Brett or Brett, he's going to get through Brett. you. And, and if that's not the case, it's almost like the, this new wave has always had Brett. He's one of those staples. If yeah. he was gone, it would, it would, for, it would be really weird. I'd be, I'd be devastated, man, because I, I you know, I, I mean, I've liked the guy from, you know, man, from the time that, you know, I, I got to watch him live, you know, and, and I think, you know, and again, I, even, even his, 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 his behavior on the platform has changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's be dude, I'm telling you, bro, I, I've been in the back, you know what I mean? Like when he, when he and John Hack were going at it, you know what I mean? I'm like, damn, bro, this dude is ridiculous with it. Like this kid is, he's ready to fight everybody. You know oh, was I mean? it like that back there? Because I was call I didn't see backstage. I was calling it. So how yeah. was was he a fireball back there, like warming oh, up? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, bro. But the thing is, like, I mean, he's a competitor. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I think a lot of that because you got to understand. You know, I mean, especially around that particular point in time. You know, people forget. You know, like Brett was the man. That's it. That's it's Brett. Who like who is going to who's going to get at Brett? Nobody. Wait a minute. Who's this John Hat kid? Yeah. yeah what are you talking yeah. about? Oh, this kid is throwing up numbers. 
Oh, okay, cool. Man, this is going to be great. And that's really when we started doing the, you know, that's when the verses started. That's when, like, oh, what's what rivalry are we going to start? You know, what not, not necessarily controversial, but, you know, who's going against who? Like, dude, the 83s, they really started that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the sporting that, rivalries, yeah. That Brett, that Brett John, dude, that was that first one, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, it was one of those things where, like, dude, I can't imagine what he was going through. I mean, because he was, you know, people were – it was – I mean, as far as I knew, like, oh, Brad's going to win this. He's going to win it in a mighty way. And then John comes like, oh, shit, John's no pushover. John's putting up the same numbers. Oh, John putting up better numbers? <laughs> Brad hurt? He's not hurt? Oh, he's just getting beat? Okay. Like, so you start, you know, and people start talking and talking and talking. You know what I mean? And then you think, like, well, I mean, I mean Brad had a good run. That was cool. You know, he had a real good run. And, you know, then all of a sudden, like, wait a minute. Oh, Brad's actually not done. Now he's just getting started. Like, so you start seeing, you start seeing, all like, dude, he's been, the, he's been like one of the golden boys, if not the golden boy of the IPF, you know what I mean, for, for at least five, six years, you know what I mean? And, I mean, let's be honest, we haven't really had that many, you know, open raw worlds. But as, as long as I've known, it's, Brett Gibbs has been a staple. So right. you see that and you're like, dang, man. Like, I mean, if you think in terms of a sporting, you know, a, a, a sporting entity, he's been around as long as we can remember. And when you remember the sporting rivalries, he's always been in the mix. Like it feels like every year he walks in there, he's walking into a big showdown. It's not like sometimes you, sometimes you have people who've been around as consistently at the top as him and he hasn't won every time out, but the other people haven't been in rivalries like him. either. Ah, It's when you're in a sport, you need a sporting rival to make people care. He's always in the mix. He's, He's, battle tested dude and the crazy thing is the dude doesn't even have to win and he's still a top three points you know uh threat yeah that's the crazy part you don't even have to win and yeah, he's, he's still like ah oh, man you know what i mean so it's you know this might be one of the the you know one of the years like all right cool he'll you know him and russ that'll be dope be awesome but we'll also see like hey who will should taylor's got some he's actually got some competition now you know what i mean like you know like it's not you know, it's it shifted. It shifted like you know. What I mean, remember the back in the day when the ninety threes was where it was at. And now people are like, who in the ninety threes? Nobody cares. Like now, it's like, hey, watch the threes, watch those seventy fours, watch those one on fives. What do you think about the seventy fours? Because there's been a had Taylor on. What do you think about like talking about rivalries and sporting rivalries and and how we need them to to generate interest? I just had Taylor on the last podcast and um, quickly going back. It, in terms of audios, I got fucked up. That audio got mad fucked up on me. And that's when I said, no more Skype. No more Skype. I'm going to Zoom. I got a whole new setup. And I think this is going to work better. But, oh, yeah. But um, so we'll see. We'll see what people say. But anyways, I asked Taylor about it. And he was like, it's, you got like Ricky Cho, who's obviously, he's an instigator. And he's doing his thing. He's the villain. And he lives up. You got like a lot of trash talking between, even like Michael C, who's quiet, strong, tight. He'll be, he'll clap back. He's not, he's not afraid. To, and he says himself, oh. I asked him, I had him on a podcast. He's like, I go, what are your thoughts? He's like, I think it's a plus. He's like, I'm not, it's not necessarily me to get, go first, but he's like, I'll respond. And he's like, and I don't, um, I'm not insulted. And I'm not, he's like, I don't take it personal. I can see Ricky in real life. There's not a beef. So he's like, and, and so what, yeah. how do you feel about it? I honestly, I feel like, I feel like when the when the smoke settles <clears throat> and the dust clears, you know what I mean? You never 
I, I, I mean, I preface this by saying this. You never count, count the champion out. You can't. You know what I mean? Like, they're a champion for a reason. You know what I mean? So, but I feel like, you know, if, if, it, if it's shot for shot, lift for lift, you know, I mean, I see, I see Michael and Taylor, boom, 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 boom. That's who I see. You know what I mean? And Cho's dope, bro. He's dope. He's getting strong as shit. He's getting super, super strong. You know what I mean? But those, you know, Taylor and Michael, they are too. You know what I mean? And, and in Austin too. In Austin as well. Oh yeah. Oh, can't yeah. Can't sleep on Austin. That's my bad, Austin. That's on me. Um. So you have, you know, four, four, five. Actually, probably six before it's over with. Because don't forget, Charles might move up. I think he did. Well, he's like yeah. 70. He's like 72 kilo, 73. My man yeah. is already jacked. And he's not chubby. He's not chubby. He's got two more kilo to fill out. Bro, yeah. that's a game changer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here's the thing, man. People, it's, it's weird, but, you know, Charles is such a dominant lifter. You know what I mean? Part of me, my heart of hearts, I'm not going to lie. And I, I've told it to him to his face. I, you know, I'm, you know I me, mean, I don't care. I'm like, bro, sometimes I wish you would just stay down and Keith would just come on up and let him and Keith just – that would be the battle that I want to see. How can they have it? What's Keith been doing? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. Like, the last time I physically saw Keith is when I did the Toronto Pro Show, when I was up in Toronto. Well, that's, that's been a minute. Lot. That's, that's been, been a minute. solid – the world has changed since then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, man, you know what I mean? Like, I – Bro, I've seen Drake more than I've seen. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> but you Drake and Drake are boys. But you and Drake yeah. are boys. <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, I can't even. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, dude. I mean, he's, he's still putting up numbers. He's putting up dumb numbers. But it's just, I, I mean, he, that battle, I always wanted to see that battle. Or I wanted right. to see him move up and go to 74 and see him go at Taylor. I just feel like, man, the 74 is just, I'm going to, this. it's going to be one of the, the few times that I'm going to show up, you know, if we have a Raw Nats, I'm going to show up to Raw Nats and actually watch it live. Like, yo, let me watch these boys go in. Because, I mean, this is one, you know, it's, it's you know, I mean, I'm, I'm friends with everybody, but, dude, like, I, three of those dudes are my boys. So I'm like, man, let's go. So, like, I, I definitely want to be there and watch it. I mean, I'm probably going to slip in the back, you know, yell at everybody, um, you know, burn myself out before I actually have to compete. But, you know what I mean? I, I, the 74s, I think it's going to be interesting because I think that's that's going to be that's going to be the class for people to watch because now they're at that point they're approaching numbers, you know. And I'm going to say this without sounding like I, I'm going to sound like a dick, and it is what it is. But they're they're putting up numbers now that the other weight classes can respect. If they're not like all, oh, you know, I mean, he's a light guy, he's squatting, you know, mid fives. These fools are in the sixes now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well he into the it. sixes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, and then. You know, and, you know, it's not just like, oh, he can bench a little bit. Like, I mean, Taylor's throwing up – he's throwing up a bench that a 93 can throw up. You know what I mean? And, you know, you, you, know, you got these boys there. Dude, they're pulling. Well, somebody's pulling pull more than us. Ricky so, will pull into the 700s. Michael C. will bench deep into the 400s. Yeah. The numbers – I know what you mean where, historically speaking, if you were strong pound for pound – People yeah. who were who were the layman and, and just the general pop might not fully respect what pound yeah. for pound strength would look like. Nowadays, yeah. it don't matter. It's not just pound for pound. 
they're putting up numbers that historically speaking would be 93 numbers. They're putting like, up 93 numbers. And so, yeah. I mean, you know, that's where I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm excited to see that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're, we're just at a point now where, you know, 105s, they're, they're doing numbers that, you know, they're starting to get in that point where they're, they're doing numbers that, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a mid-level 120 plus can put up. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, 93s are putting up numbers that a 105 slash 120 guy can put up. You know, 83s are putting up numbers that a 105 can put up. So it's like people are getting stronger, you know, uh, you know, historically in comparison to how the weight classes used to be. And it's just, it's a, it's a, just a deeper, it's just, uh, it's just deeper now. Um, so I'm excited to see, I'm, I'm really excited to see how it goes. Like personally, I, I just, I just like to, I, 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 I want to see how people do after this, you know, forced off season that we've had, because I think, I think that's the best thing that happened to the sport, dude. Like I really, really? I, no shit. I, I think the best thing that happened to the sport was us, you know, actually just society in general was just us having to take a super pause, you know what I mean, have a forced off-season. And because that's to be 100, like, you go about your day doing the same thing all the time. About I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to lift, I'm going to lift, powerlifting his life, powerlifting his life. And then when that particular piece of the puzzle is taken away, now what do you have? Oh, shit, now I have to be a human being. You know what I mean? And or I have to be innovative and figure out a way to get my training in. Am I still chasing games or am I, am I just – working on maintenance just to make sure I don't lose anything mm. okay cool so then you have to kind of strategize you have to do a, a, a bit more self-reflection in, in terms of what does this mean to me you know and the thing is when you're for when you can't lift then you start realizing how important like how how how, how lifting isn't as important as you thought it was you know what I mean and how how resilient the human body is because it's a lot easier to regain strength that you lost you know you know, rather than trying to get strength that you never had, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, people are like, oh, dude, I'm going to be out, you know, I'm, I'm going to be out, out of the gym for a couple months, so I'm going to be so weak. Nah, man, you're stupid. Read a book. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I just feel like it, it forced people to actually live life a little bit more rather than live in the gym. You know what I mean? It, it certainly did for me, you know, and, you know, it, 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 it forces your hand in terms of innovation. Um, it forces your hand in terms of, you know, being you know consistent and persistent because again you've got to take i mean it, oh my god that sounds so this is sounds so freaking just whack <laughs> let's it, hear it, it. it it's a parallel oh my god bro I, all right let's oh this is gonna be good this is gonna be good crash so i swear i'm gonna kick my own ass after this i it's it's like it's almost like a parallel to like being like kind of like like matt gary always says like when you're on the you know on the platform taking what's there you know what i mean like it just is what it is. Like you got to take what you have. Like if you don't have weight, well then you got to, you better get some resistant bands to get to working. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you know, if you don't have anything, you know, for resistance, well, you know, she, but you better find a fat homeboy, put him on your back. <laughs> you need a succession. Yeah, you need, uh, uh, you need five dudes and they get fatter and fatter and you yeah. work your way up to your top set. Who's the, like the ultimate start, fat dude. Start, you start with a, start with a 59 and work your way up to a 120 plus. You <laughs> That's know, right. Jesus. <laughs> So I just, you know, I mean, so it was really one of those things where you see a lot of lifters taking what they, you know, taking what they get. And I mean, it's, it's what it is. I feel like it's going to make, I mean, hopefully it's going to lead to a, a lot, you know, a lot of stronger decisions being made in terms of selection on the platform, you know, and maybe, maybe you'll see a bit of a gap for those that, you know, that, that actually were able to have access to a, to a gym, be it a home gym or, or a buddy's gym or whatever, 
versus those that, you know, had about two damn near three months where they didn't touch anything. So, do, you, do you think there's a lot of top end people who, who went like, I don't know. I think most of the top end people anyways, got access, right? Oh, yeah. Is there any big names you think that did not get access? I think there was a few for a while there that they had, minutes, they had, they had, uh, they didn't have access to enough, enough weight. You know what I mean? They had access to weight, but not enough weight. Cause yeah. I mean, I remember, I see, I remember seeing Jonathan, I think uh, Keiko, I think he, at some, at one point he was like lifting off of uh, chairs. <laughs> he was, was, like, he was oh. benching off it. And this, this dude benches, he was benching yeah. and squatting off of water barrels or some shit like, like, I'm, like, and, like, like I'm pretty sure I saw him. Like he was set up with, he had like two chairs yeah. <laughs> for a bench like, press. Oh. That's I'm like, bro, listen, bro, <laughs> that's not enough. That, that's not going to be like, you can only put 315 on that. Cause once, once you, you know, it's, that was, I was like, man, man, you find a way, you know what I mean? And, and I love seeing, I love seeing these young G's like figure out ways like, Hey man, I got to get it in. You know, I'm like, yeah. me, no I'm excuses. Like, I ain't doing all that, bro. I'm not doing all that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's go get a rack. I got to make some calls. You know what I mean? It's, it's like all those connections that you, you work, <laughs> that you work on, you know, building and all those relationships that you, that you have. Like, I'm like, you know what? I never, you know, it, my granddad used to always say, hey, man, you know, you make, you make connections, but you never call them a favor. You never use that favor because one day you're actually going to need it. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I was like, bro, I just, I just literally just stacked my favors in my, in my wallet, my, you know, because one day I'm going to need to make that call. And, dude, one day I had to make that call. Like, hey, man, listen, I need a rack. I need weights. I need a bar. What can you do for me? Oh, oh really? Really? Yeah. See, my, my, my man, Kafwe, um did not have, like, I have, like, 2,000 pounds with the weights, two bars. Um, so I was like, look, it, I'm going to give you a bar. I'm going to give you like a shitload of weights. Um, you can't stop lifting. I was like, what do you got at home? And initially he just had a bench. It's like, all right, you got push pull going. You need to get a squat rack. Just get a squat rack. Like the safety, you know, just a safety squat rack so you can move out because he's got a new pad and you can't put in a rack rack. I'm like, that's right. cool. You can get the safeties or uh, squat stands is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Actually. The squat stands, you can move them away. And, and I'm like, as long as you could do that, you're all right. You're, you're yeah. good. And yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, man. So I, I, you know, I ended up doing that. And, you know, I ended up getting like a couple of racks, you know what I'm saying? Five or six bars, you know what I mean? Like, Holy smokes, man. Who was this hookup? What do you, it, what, dude? Thing, man, people, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm blessed, dude. I, I have a lot of people that, but it's been like that from the, from Jump Street. I've had a lot of people that just invested in my success, that invested in in in, in me, you know. So, and, and you know, for for no other reason than I just believe in what you're doing. You know what I mean? And so, it, it's 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 cool when you can you know, reach out to people. You know what I mean? And return the favor, of course. But reach out to people like, hey man, I've got twenty five of my own people that are in need of something because our gym is shut down. You know what I mean? Like, I need your help. Okay, what's that's what's up? What do you need? I'm like, I need honestly, I just need enough for the big three. So whatever you can provide for me, that's cool. One of my, you know, one of my guys, uh, Derek Gary, like I mean, he, he played ball at Penn State. I mean, and his dad was a coach. He was like, so he had like 1445s. He's you know, he had 1445s just chilling. So to see this big, this big mountain of a guy get out of this, <laughs> get out of this, you know, uh, this Toyota Camry, and I'm like, normally he gets out. And the suspension gums up once it gets out. 
gets out and he's still like, you know, Buddy ends like dragging the ground. I'm like, bro, what, what's back there? This fool, he has his trunk full of 45s, his back seats full of 45s. Yeah, I got you. Let's go. You know what I mean? And, smokes, yeah, man. man. And I mean, uh, uh, one gym owner reached out like, hey, man, I got a couple bars you can use. Um, I mean, and, you know, people always talk about the division and, 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 you know, USA, you know, in terms of powerlifting with, you know, USAPL, USPA. I act, it was actually a USPA certified referee that brought me a rack. You know what I'm saying? And he brought me, he brought me some bars. He brought me a couple of uh, kabuki bars. Bro, those bars are fire. So what is, they're just slightly bent, right? And it is easier on your shoulders because of that? Ooh, or? That early name, no joke, dude. Right, so oh, actually, wait, I'm thinking Duffalo. I'm thinking. Yeah, the Duffalo. Duff, yeah, we have a Duffalo bar too. That, that, that big dude, Derek, he has, he bought a Duffalo bar too. Like, but yeah, he, he, uh, because I had a couple USBA guys, I have a couple USBA guys. So, I mean, they use a squat bar. So they brought the, the Kabuki squat bar, which is fire. And then they brought their, the Kabuki power bar. Dog, that knurling is so oh my god, that knurling is no joke. Bro. Great cheese, shave with it the whole nine, huh? Oh, it is no joke. And that tension, bro. That I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you know, because of all the stuff they were talking about at current of you know, it, as far as like all the 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 bar, I don't know why they 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 brought that kabuki bar, or whatever. I'm like, I haven't used a squat bar, but I use that power bar, and that hoe is no joke. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know, I mean, and I've used rogue, I've used you know, Lico. Aside from Lico, I don't know that I. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously, you throw you throw six, you know, six six hundred, seven hundred pounds on a Lico. That bad boy's gonna it'll it'll oscillate just a little bit. Like, all right, that's cool. I need a little bit more than that. You know what I mean? Like, yo, that will it whip around a little bit though? Like, there's too much as well. Sometimes people say if you're squatting and you're coming up and down with it. With the Lico? No, or not with, a Lico. With nah, like different... that Kabuki. That Kabuki's all right. Yeah, okay. That, that Kabuki is all right. I, I, I will be the first to tell you. You know me. I'm, a, I'm the world's greatest hater when it comes to equipment, bro. Either I'll, I'll, I'll lift whatever you give me, but if it's trash, I'm gonna say it. That Kabuki bar is super all right. You know what I mean? Like shit for that price, it better be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, that Kabuki was fire, and then you know, I mean, we have you know the uh, the Thor bar from Rogue. That that bar's pretty dope. You know what I mean? So like, I you know it. We just, you know, we people reached out. They helped us out, man. Like, you know, we, I mean, you look at my garage now. Like, it's just, I, we just have weight stacked off the ground. Like, we don't even have a, a <laughs> no trees or whatever. Not man, because like it's like, I mean, and I had to toggle the days is as far as you know, people coming to the crib, you know, because I, I'm just, I've literally made my 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 garage a full gym. So, well, know, how many I, people coming over? What do you guys set up? What do you guys set up? At, at the at at the at the peak, it was like. 30-some people come. Holy shit, LS. You had 30 people at a a time. But I spaced it out, though. Like, so basically you have a – it's an open – everyone has to text or call or let me know they're coming ahead of time. And, I mean, I just opened up up the garage at 930. So you got from 930 to pretty much 1230 – you know what I mean? To to get get a lift in for the morning. At noon, like noon, right? 1230, not midnight. Yeah. No, no, and and so yeah, they they go go to noon a little afternoon. I got a, a couple guys that you know they're they're business owners, so they get to come in between. Because yeah, I from twelve thirty to three thirty, that's quiet hours. That's the time that I, I do my podcast. That I get I answer my emails, get all my work done. You know what I mean? And then um, and then my my the guys that own the businesses that they're trying to keep running, they come because that's usually around their lunch hour, so they can come in and get a quick lift in. 
So I had like four or five of those guys that come during that, that quiet hour period. Um, you know, and the thing is, I had to walk and tell each one of my neighbors that all I live in a cul-de-sac, bro. My neighbors are like, hell yeah, that's cool. That's what's up. Dude, so, so, wait, so, hang on a second, because I got to wrap my head around this. So I got questions. Like, is this just out of the goodness of your heart? You're like, this? I'm going to have a, whoa, so this is not, no one's paying money, no one's no, nothing. No, you're not paying You got to gotta remember, they're, sitting, they're still getting charged by the gym. Yeah. Dude, this is crazy. You have you have a rotating schedule, 30, 30 people coming yeah, and going. And so Damn. what I would do is like I have that morning crew that would come. So that might be five, you know, anywhere from two to ten people. Who knows? But on Monday, and I mean, and you know, a lot of them I program for. So like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's that's for the. <laughs> Anyone can come. It's free for all in the mornings. Anyone can come. But Monday, if you come in the afternoon after 3.30, so from 3.30 to 7.30, 8 o'clock, we're in to whenever we're done. Um, that's, you know, anywhere, anyone whose weight class is 93 and above. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look at, okay, my, yeah, that makes sense because the bar yeah, is going to stay heavy. And yeah, it's for, a lot less. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or for my, my USBA guys, 90, 90 kg and above, they, everyone – you know, they can come from that particular point in time. And the way everyone's work schedule is, I mean, they, you know, space out. And the cool thing is, I mean, not cool, that shit didn't mean to say cool, but the, 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 the crazy thing was, I should say, that most, most of them didn't have a job because COVID's like, nah, you're unemployed. So yeah. they could come at the times that they were designated. You know what I mean? There was only a few um, that, you know, that, that had, you know, problems. You know, I mean, I have a couple of guys that, you know, they, one works, you know, at, uh, for a grocery chain and the other guys, he's a, he's a driver. Know, for, for welding equipment. So, I mean, their hours are so sporadic. So, like, sometimes they come to the crib at, like, 9, you know, 10 o'clock. I'm like, I get it in. Just don't be loud and wake up my neighbors. You know at I'm night? So, yeah. I mean, dude, you, is, you are, like, such a patient man. Holy. Cause, gotta, here's the thing, dude. I, you gotta think, I always put myself in someone else's shoes. Like, bro, what if that were me and I had nowhere to go? You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing is, like, you're, they're still trying to be kind and, and, and be, you know, and, and show love. Even the gym that we were training at, they let us borrow equipment. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, it was like, all right, well, if they're going to charge us, you're going to keep charging us, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you let, us, let us hold a few things. You know what I mean? Well, especially, if you're, especially if you're telling them a lot of your members that are still paying you money are now coming to me. So yeah. if, you, if you shut down and I have your equipment, those people are still lifting on your equipment. They appreciate. So, and yeah. they recognize, oh, yeah. this is the gym's equipment. And I'm still yeah. so they'll they'll be loyal as well, right? Like and it's, it's about doing loyalty. And the thing is, man, a lot of you know, a lot of gyms are doing it around here. So I'm just like, man, like, why why is our gym not doing that? You know, so I reached out like, hey man, I don't know if you thought about this, but you might want to let us hold a few things here and there. Oh yeah, 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 let's do that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, and honestly, I don't think they were really thinking because some sometimes I mean, because I mean gym managers, gym you know, you know, people that run those gyms, they're people too, like, like, bro, how are we gonna eat two yeah. weeks from now? Well, you could lose you could lose everything. Yeah, you I mean, lose everything. you get your little stimulus check. That's dope. That's gonna go right to your rent. That's gonna go like you know what I mean to the least if of if COVID. even but yeah if, if even that yeah, covers you. Get it? Yeah. So like I um, uh, you know, so when I reached out, they were like, yeah, man, we, we got you. So they they man, they let us hold as much stuff as we could you know we could we could get. I mean, in between them and other and other people reaching out, dude, we had all we had more than what we needed, and so you know we were good to go. I mean, and like I said that. That Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the big boys come in and, you know, we, we got to, you know, throwing some weight around. I mean, you know, and it's starting to get hella hot and all that stuff, dude. I mean, it's just starting to smell like a locker room, bro. And I'm not going to lie to you. 
it was, and I mean, we still, honestly, even though the gyms are kind of opening back up, they're starting to allow, you know, limited amount of people, we are still coming to my crib, meeting on Monday, and we're squatting. You know, we'll, and we'll deadlift. You know, you're gonna mean? keep it going. You, yeah, it's became a, it's a barbell club. About that locker room talent, you know how I mean. I'm a super big crybaby dude. So like, I got a guy. My, like I said, my boy Derek, he's getting close. You know, it's about to be time to. It's, it's, it's almost time for you know what I'm saying for for 400 keys. It's, it's almost time for that 400 key squat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm finally at that point. Like, hey, you know what? It might be time to try to take a trip. You know, do this triple with 700. You know I mean, I don't want to do that. No knock on the gym. I don't want to be in a gym that's playing, you know, Rob Bailey in the background. I don't want to hear, you know, whatever that is. It NF? I don't know what they, this, this one, I don't know. This guy's trash, but they, you know, <laughs> I, I, I can't listen to the same gym playlist, you know what I'm saying, and, and get it in. Like, I might do when that comes, you know, when it comes time for me to get squat anything over 300 keys, I need to hear Wu-Tang. I need to hear Chief Keep. I need to do something that's crazy. I need to hear some death metal. And, I mean, you can't play that, you know what I'm saying, when you, you have a, you know, a CrossFit class going on or you have, you know, a personal training session going on. Like, you know, scare those people away. You know what I mean? So, like, we have the locker room tally stuff going on, and, it, and it's dope. And then plus, since I program for so many of the people that come, I have a chance to watch my people in real life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's – I've been lucky. I mean, I mean, I got a, a ton of people that, you know, that, that's, you know, that, that, I, that I coach online – but I also have a great amount of people that I can see face to face, damn near on a daily basis, so I can watch them and I can help them with their development. You know what I mean? And you know, I got I shot like five or six, you know, fifty plus year old dudes, man. Like I, I have to watch them straight up. Like I want them to do well. So um, having them come in, you know, during those times, and then of course having you know my light, my, my lighter, my lighter guys, you know, come in, you know, and you know, pretty much, I think, I think it's. Um, I, I kind of went opposite. I went, you know, um, because most of my girls, they come earlier, they come around that, you know, that earlier time. So like, you know, when it comes time for, you know, the, uh, the late session, you know, usually it's, if you're uh, 72 and a, 72 plus, 72 plus and 83 below guys, they all come, you know what I mean? And so it's just, it's been real cool. Like, so they just, you know, we have a, a, a big group message and, you know, so everyone kind of, you know, they, they, they were able to kind of coordinate when they were going to come and everything. And, you know, and Hey, I'm on, I'm, I have this shift. Do you guys want to come with me out? You guys, I'll, you know, you guys can ride with me, whatever, you know, I have a lot of college kids that I help. So, you know, and most of them don't have any jobs. They're just chilling. You know what I mean? So they can come whenever I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, y'all come in the morning. Cause you know, you're going to do it. Well, it, well, okay. I got a couple questions here. Yeah. So one thing, so I think it's great that, some dudes and girls that ordinarily wouldn't train at the same time as each other. Cause when the gym's open, you just mm -hmm. go whenever is best for you. When the gym right. closes and it becomes all right, due to your weight, we're going to put you in the morning session, afternoon session, just because the bar stays loaded yeah. roughly the same. All of a sudden, these people are forced out of the comfort zone. So they're going in a specific time. They'll actually see other people, same weight class, same, whatever. And you start making bonds. Maybe you wouldn't have ordinarily. So it actually is like, I got another 74 who's like me in town. Mm -hmm. we, we didn't, we didn't, we had different schedules previously. Now we're on the same. Now we get, we start developing a bond. From, from Jump Street, you know what I mean? And I got a couple of my OG lifters um, when I started, you know, really started like doing this coaching thing like full time. And, you know, um, 
right around the time I, you know, I moved, I literally moved to this town right around the time I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this thing full time. I'm going to really give it 100%. And so I, I saw like five or six of my OG guys. And from Jump Street, I remember like, you know, it's weird. It's weird like thinking about it because I was just on some just, just, I don't know, just some MLK, I guess. I don't know. But I sat them down, like, listen, from, from, from Jump, this is going to be a family. I don't care how everybody else does it. I don't care how the other coaches do it. The way I want to do it is I want it to be set up like a family. Um, you know, I'm going to hold you accountable, but at the same time, you have to hold me accountable. I'll tell you straight up, man to man, I don't know everything. I'm not going to claim to know everything, but I do know people that know a lot. So if I don't know the answer, I'll find the answer. I'm not saying I'm a technical ma a master. I'm not this wizard. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to find me as a, a source on, you know, you know, uh, any of these, you know, start strength weightlifting or anything like that. You're not going to, that's not me. I'm battle testing my G. That's it. You know what I mean? And I care for you. I want you to do well. We're going to be a family. So when, you know, when it came time to like, you know, really start doing it. And I mean, you know, obviously I, I, again, I gotta say it over and over. I'm blessed you because as I went, I mean, I started learning, obviously, you know, you learn more, you learn more, you start absorbing, you know what I mean? And I, you know, I have, I have Mike to share at the tip of my freaking finger. So it's like, like, yo, I don't know what's going on. Hey, Mike, can you help me with this? Hey, Mike, I'm trying to figure this out. Hey, Ross, I need to figure this part out. Oh, really? Hey, They'll I, help you with like mentoring in terms of coaching. If you're yeah, like, look it, I got I a mean, situation I haven't seen before. Yeah. Like here, there's the coolest thing, man, that, you know, that, that, that I learned about, you know, being, you know, just aligned with RTS and with Mike and, and, and everybody. I mean, and Ben Escrow was my coach before that was as, as they coached me, as they coached me, they teach me as they coach me, you know, and I'm, I'm big. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I love what I do and I love being a dumb athlete when it comes time for competition. But part of my deal is like, I, I don't mind you coaching me. Hell, I don't even mind paying you, but if I'm going to pay you, I need to learn as I'm going, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and so anytime I ask a question, I, if I ask why I get an answer, you know what I mean? And if I'm a, Hey man, I got a guy that I'm working on, blah, blah, blah. Well, what did you do? But I did this, this, and this. That's awesome. That's, that's what I would done. All right, bet. Because again, I didn't go to school for that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, was, I went to school to take over the world and make money. I didn't go to school to, you know, to, you know, to help people get stronger and everything. So it's, you know, I just fell in love with it. So, you know, obviously the more I do it, the better you get at it, the more you start learning, you know, and it just, it, it's, it's awesome to see the, the science portion behind it. Thank God I'm a nerd and I love that part. Um, so, you know, technical mastery, I'm getting so much better with that. You know what I mean? But even then I'm like, do I flex my brain muscle on these people? Or I just like, when I see the problem, let's attack it then and there. Like, I'd rather do that. I mean, I just, you know, like some guys can just, Bryce Lewis walks in, I'm like, yo, that fool knows what he's talking about. You know, I don't even question it. Yeah, Bryce, yeah, you got it. I, I need to put the, put the weight under my knees and squat. Cool, I'll do that. Because you said it, you probably know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? And so with me, it's just like, hey, if I see the problem, I'll say it. Otherwise, I mean, I mean I'm just, you know, I just, I like to lay in the cut and let, let greatness be great if, if it's going to be great. Because it's going to be great with or without you. You know what I mean? So um, I, I've just been super lucky in that I have some super good lifters that, that really buy into what, you know, what I preach and teach about family. Dude, it's a straight up family. So when you come in and you see, you know, uh, uh, you know, 84 girl that's lifting with the, you know what I'm saying, with a, a 59 dude, you know what I mean? They're cracking jokes and laughing and, and, and whatever. Like, wait, what? How, that's not even supposed to happen. Or you got uh, an 18 year old, you know, college freshman lifting with a, a 55 year old, you know, master two, 
You know what I mean? And they're cracking jokes and everything. I'm like, dude, this is what it's about. So, you know, the, I, I, I got to a point where like, you know, cause I, I wasn't sure if it was going to work. Cause once like, I was like, oh, this Corona stuff is really kicking up. I don't know that, you know, I'm gonna have to figure something out before, you know, before they shut everything down. And I was like, hey, you know, we're gonna have Maniac Mondays. I started calling them Maniac Mondays. I'm gonna tell all my people in the air, like, yo, on Monday, we squat, we go ham, everybody comes. So everybody would come to the gym. And at one point, we're in the gym. And I, I, I it's so funny, cause like my, one of my, one of my guys caught me. Um, I'm looking in the gym and, you know, it's, it's around seven or eight. So like most of the, you know, the, the, the people that have those crazy nine to fives are gone. You know, all the classes are done. So it's just us, you know what I'm saying, going ham. You know, I have my speaker, you know what I mean? So I figure out a way to turn the music down. So I have my speaker in there. We're going crazy. And I'm looking around and there's like almost about 30 people in the gym. And like of those 30 people in the gym, like 28 are my people. I'm like, <laughs> and so it didn't hit me yet. So, you know, at one point, there's one, two, three, three squat racks being taken, four rather being taken. There's three cages at the end that, that, that are filled. And like one person, you know, it, it, was, it was kind of a mini test for everybody. So one person's getting ready to go and everybody stops what they're doing. They run over there. Let's go, let's go. You know what I mean? And then that person, they hit their PR. And then, you know what I mean? Like I, I call it the, the tradition. I'm like, I take their phone, you know, because everyone's recording their PR. I take their phone and I do some P. Diddy. That's what we're talking about. That's what we do around these parts. Do some phone. P. Diddy. I love that you did the 90s reference. I got you, man. Like, and so that, that dude gets done. And then one of my girls, Sammy, she's getting ready to try to squat 315 for the first time. So everybody stops what they're doing. Like, yo, Sammy's about to go. And you see 20-something people running over there, you know, to, to watch her do her thing, man. And they get to, like, it's like the fifth person that's getting ready to lift, man. And I lose it, dude. I can't even watch. I'm bawling. So I go to the back, and uh, I'm sitting down. You know, like there's this little uh, foyer in the back. I'm I'm sitting down, man. And and my my man comes like, dude, this is what you this is what you talked about. Remember that? Remember that? Like three years ago when we talked about this? Like it's a family, bro. It's a family. Lose it, dude. And so I'm like, all right. So if I can do that here surely I can figure out a way to do that at my crib because these people, like, I, you know, I don't want to lose this momentum, dude. I don't want them to lose this opportunity. So, I mean, we just got to making calls and everything. And the next thing you know, man, the, the garage is full. You know what I mean? It's like full of people. I'm getting messages. Hey, you guys should be socially distant. I'm like, bro, socially distance these nuts. These dudes are out here doing it. You know what I mean? And people don't understand like, hey, you know, I, I literally have, I have like eight, eight dudes just in this area that are all 350 plus. Like, they are going to, there's no, they can be 10 feet from each other and still like they're looking like they're on top of each other. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, you got two, you know, two guys that are over 380 that are, you know, they're going to squat back to back. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 I mean, it's going to happen. Like, I mean, there's no way I'm going to have that dude put 750 on that bar and not have somebody spot him. You're dumb. You might as well follow me because this is not going to change. So when they come, the only thing they had to do six pack was they just had to come in. You have to make sure that you, you know, you, you, you sanitize and that you were, you know, you clean before you come in. And I literally physically have to watch you clean yourself. The first few times. And after that, I'm like, I trust you, but you know what I mean? Like they, you know, that sanitize before, you know, make sure that you clean the bar off during. And then when you, when you leave, make sure that you clean it off. So that first week that everybody came, 
everyone bought brought they brought like you know uh wipes they brought clorox they bought you know they brought bleach they brought paper they brought as much cleaning supplies as so my 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 washroom <laughs> my laundry room is just it's like it was literally filled to the damn ceiling with just products to keep cleaning and cleaning and cleaning i mean we didn't know how long it was gonna last so like people just kept bringing it so you know um one guy he's like a factory he like a, a factory manager so he brought those those good smelling uh, cherry things that you put up in the factory so the fact the warehouse doesn't smell so i mean it shit was smelling good i one uh i mean i was upstairs and i smelled like a like dude it smells i don't know if you guys have fabuloso uh up in canada i think so it's, i don't know I don't, I don't buy it but it's i think a, so. it's, like a, it's like a it's 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 more of like a mexican family cleaning supplies but i smell this fabuloso i'm like oh why does it smell like fabuloso and i walk downstairs i open the garage up i'm like this man mind you one of my oldest clients he's on his hands and knees cleaning my garage floor with fabuloso like Damn. i'm like bro this means something to people so i'm like you know what but we're gonna keep this going as long as we we need to keep it going and so even though the gym like i said it's open back up you know what i mean like i don't know like you know we like the guys like I, my big boys they're like i don't want to i don't want to lose this man like i feel like i feel like this is such a family i don't want to lose this so i'm like man like so i mean you know i'll be 100 with you like a lot of coaches lost clients you know during you know the, the whole epidemic which i mean was naturally i expect to lose at least half my people I actually gained people oh you know wow I, mean? I gained people you know what i mean and you know, I'm like, well, they're going to dip after they open up the gym, dude. Like, like, they're like trying to bring their friends in. I'm like, hold on, bro. There's a wait list for a reason. Come down. You, not, not everybody can, you know, be a part of this. Like, you know, so it's, I've been, so, I'm not going to lie, bro. I've been so, so lucky. But but I, I'm a firm believer in, like, you know, I mean, you just, you know, like, 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 shit, like, fill the dreams. If you build it, they will come. You know what I mean? And so we, we I just tried to make something, you know you know, and, and reach out to my people and they helped. And so what I started, started off thinking like, yo, I really want to make this happen. I think this is going to be a good idea. I really want people to, to like this. It was, a, I, I, I think it became a we thing. You know what I mean? And now it's, it's our thing. So, you know, and, and I mean, 100, but you, man, like you, you, at first I thought it would be real cool to have a gym at my house, you know, out of selfish reason, because I just don't want to have to go to a gym, you know, and, and have to wait, you know, for a machine or whatever. And it, what turned out is, turned out is like, well, this would be something really cool for me. Has been one of those things where like, man, it totally flipped and turned out to be something like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, that, that I have the people in my, my corner that I do because they turned it into something super beautiful. So like, you know, like, it's just, it, it's weird because I, I, you know, even though like, I mean, most of them are going back to the gym, like, you know, I miss, I miss hearing like, you know, Clanking it, you know, ten o'clock. Damn, oh, it's the other day. All right, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I I miss him, you know. So it's, you know, it's it's. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where, like I said, man, you just have to figure out a way to adapt and you know, and, and really, you know, make sure that you keep whatever you can, you know, keep your people on point. You know, what I mean, between that and making all those different, you know, home home gyms. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna figure out a way to you know, to, to get a pump. So like I spent a week like making a, <laughs> a, a home gym workout with just, you know, gallon jugs, you know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, how many, how many of these do I need to do before I feel a burn? <laughs> I, need to do, I have to do 25 reps. All right, cool. Okay. Five sets, 25. So I literally did a full, I mean, 
full body thing. I'm like, all right, well, how, how can I get my squats in? Okay, I can put these gallon jugs on a broomstick, put tape it in the broomstick so they don't slide. All right, cool, let's try that. How many reps? It's like, shit, I need 30 reps just to feel some. All right, cool. Eight sets of 30 reps. So I just, you know, I mean, like, I was, dude, I, but it's, it's straight up. I mean, I can't lie to you, man. Like, if, if I'm going to do this thing, man, I want to do it to the best of my ability. You know what I'm saying? And if I want to send you, you know, if you hear me like, LS, I need you to write me a program. All right, bet. What are you trying to get done? Hey, man, I don't have any weights. Do you have water? Yeah. Can you find jugs? Yeah. Do you have a broomstick? Yeah, I got that. All right, cool. Give me a second. Let me figure oh, something out. Wow. And that's that's how it started. So then I was like, well, you know, my my people that were paying, I'm like, well, you get it. But then there was like some people, Mike, that that just needed it. That just need. I'm like, bro, let me make another one and let me just send this out to people for free. Like you, if you find it, you find it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna be like, yo, I'm making free programs for people, like because that's not how I get down. I'm not like, hey, look at me type. But I wanted people like, hey, man, send this to your people if they need something. You know what I mean, like, it's just, you know, it's just, it's not a time to be selfish, you know what I mean? And I, I really feel like as a result, I feel like God blessed me, you know, because of that. I really do feel that way. I feel like, you know, there's some coaches out there that went above and beyond, and then because of that, they were blessed as a result, you know what I mean? And, you know, you, you, it, there's no reason why I should have been having more people come to me, you know I mean, to be a part of this family during a, during a you know, uh, an epidemic. There's no, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be happening. You know, I shouldn't be having people like reach out to me, you know, uh, to 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 be a part of this. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my people working hard. You know what I mean? That's that's just that's being a little bit lucky, a lot of bit blessed, man. And just you know, you know, and like I said, kind of time back in the break, Gibbs, like realizing that this sport is so much more than just lifting the weights. Something like you just got to care about people. It's more than just the powerlifting part. So I mean, you know, I I I would like to I would like to think that people are like yo LS cares. You know what I mean? Like. So, I mean, I got some really good people with really good hearts, man. And so they just, you know, I was like, listen, bro, if anybody needs, you know, I don't know how you got on this. I'm just talking my ass off. Um, if anybody needs, you know, to, you know, to stop payment, if you don't, if you can't be charged, let me know. I got you. You don't even, don't worry about, don't worry about the cheese. Let's just, you know what I mean? Let's keep you getting strong. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. I mean, you can't, come on, bro. You can't yeah, it, here's the Here's the thing. So with that situation um, and everyone's coming to your house, because we had spoken about earlier about balance and whatnot. And sometimes you could be like out of the goodness of your heart, you can overextend and then put yourself in a situation trying to do everything for everyone else and not realizing like it, it could become all encompassing because you can never get away from it. Now it's at your house. Now yeah. you've become without knowing it, trying to help out everybody um, you become a gym owner out of nowhere. And yeah. all of a sudden when you're done your workout and you're done programming, but clients are popping into your house right up until 10 o'clock at night when you're going to sleep from right in the morning when you're having breakfast and it becomes like, it might, it'd be tough if it ever became a point where you're like, shit, I might've created a monster. Yeah. It might have been like out of a good thing it becomes like oh, I'm yeah. overextending. I'm overextending because I got too big of a heart and I can't say no. Well, right? Oh yeah, that that like I mean, and that was one of the things I'm my dad my dad's <laughs> dad like, boy, you're in the deep end now. I'm like, ah, that's it. That's it. Where you're like, ah shit, am I doing I could like, I how I, long can I do this? Well, and the thing is, I was like, well, I mean, he goes, you know, he asked me, goes, how long do you think you're gonna do this? I'm like, Daddy, as long as it takes, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm good. 
I mean, I don't mind. And I mean, you, and I keep thinking to myself, like, dude, what if that were me? You know what I mean? What if that were me? And here's the thing. This is why I tell you I have some of the best freaking lifters on the planet. Don't get me wrong. They're strong. They're strong shit. But, bro, their hearts are as big as their bodies. You know what I mean? So I, there was a point where I'm like, hey, man, I got to go, you know, I got to go ship off these shirts. I got a ton of shirts I got to get rid of. I got a ton of shirts I need to ship off. I just did a drop. You know what I mean? I got a hundred boxes. I gotta get. I gotta get out. But I mean, I don't. I don't want to leave the crib. I don't want to you know, leave y'all alone. Thinking that you know that you know because I had like a couple people and they were like they're testing. They had that. There was a. It was a test week, and I'm like, well, I, I can't. I don't want to leave you guys. I'm like, oh, it's it's okay. One of my big boys, you know what I mean? He's like, well, I, I'm gonna be on lunch here in a minute. I'll come and I'll spot him so you can go get your work done. Mm. So he comes and you know doesn't eat, does not eat. You know what I mean? Comes and spots everybody. It's hella hot outside. He's out there sweating. He's in full uniform, big ass work boots and everything off, but making sure that everyone's safe so that I go do my thing. You know what I mean? And then I didn't get back in time. So everybody gets done and he goes, you know, he leaves me a note. I knew it was quiet hours. So I closed the garage. Uh, I closed the garage for him. Like, I don't know how he got out. I don't know how he got out. He had to I guess, dive over the lake. He's a big dude, too. Yeah, he's a nimble ass dude. So I, I was like, man. But I mean, you know, I got a couple like I mean, because sometimes it was just I spot all day, make sure everybody's good all day. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I forgot to train. So I try to get my training in. And you know, one of my guys was like about 10, 15 minutes on the road. He was like, hey man, I don't know, I don't think I remember seeing you train today. I'm like, no, nah, I haven't yet. Because are you gonna do it tonight? I'm like, yeah, well, cool. I'm gonna get a nap in and I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come and make sure I spot you. Just text me before you get to your top set. So like, all right, that's a bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, man. Like I had a, a one guy, uh, one of my guys. He owns his own gym in Houston. He drove up, brought a rack, brought weights, brought everything. Took a nap in his truck. You know what I mean? Like while I was at church. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, we. I mean, I got some good people. I mean, and I'll be 100 with you. Like, you know, I interview. I interview every one of my people before I let them hire me. You know what I mean? Like because I want to know. Yeah, bro, like, you cool, cool, you got money. Everybody's got money, dude. You know what I mean? But are you a good person? Do I want an army or do I want, do I want an army or do I want a, bu a bunch of generals? You know what I'm saying? I want some fucking generals, dude. I want good people. You know what I mean? So, like, so it, it, it you know, it, it ties back into what you're saying about, like, feeling like you overextend because at no point did I ever feel like I was overextending myself. At no point did I feel like I was in the deep end because, you know, they come in, the coolest part is like they come in, they sit down, we talk about life, we talk about, hey, what are you going to do about a job? Hey, do you need help with your resume? Um, you know, my college kids are like, hey, coach, is there any way that, you know, that, you know, that you could look over my letter of recommendation, let me know if there's anything I need to do to make this better? I'm like, yeah, man, folks, man. You know what I mean? So we, we do the life thing first, then we live, and then once we're done, we talk about life a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, you know, I know you're working at blah, blah, blah. You know, I just had, you know, 80 people buy masks. Do you need masks at your job? I know, you know, you're an essential. Well, cool. Here, I got a, I got 50 masks here. Take these with you to work. Make sure everybody's good. Like, so it was, it was one of those things where I got to know my people way better than, than I have. And I thought I knew my people well, you know, but I got to know them very, very well. You know what I mean? They got to know me in turn. You know what I mean? So it's like, but I mean, what other way... You know, what other way is somebody really going to go 100% balls out for you? You know what I mean? Like, do you go harder for family or do you go harder for a stranger? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, for me, for me, that's that. My coaches could get 
They could get every ounce of my energy, every ounce of, of my loyalty, every ounce of, 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 you know, my, my, my angst, my, my, my hatred, my love, because I felt like my coaches and my teammates were family and all the team sports that I played. Powerlifting is much of a team sport. So I figured like, how can I, I can I find a way to make this feel like more like a team and a family than before. Cause dude, when you know that you're riding for, you know, that you're part of something that's bigger than you are, dude, you, you said a little bit more. And that's one thing I have to salute Joey on because Joey makes, you know, Joey, Joey's made that flex brand and everybody involved with, with, you know, um, with, with, with just what Joey does. He makes them feel like they're a part of something special, dude. You know what I'm saying? And Joey can have a thousand lifters and, That'd be a thousand lifters, you know, they're like, yo, flex is the only way to roll, bro. It's the only way to roll. And Joey ended up with 2,000 lifters by the end of that meet. You know what I'm saying? You know, because Joey's figured out a way. He and Tina, no, not going Tina, you know, shout out Tina. He and Tina have figured out a way to really add value to the experience of being a part of what they do. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's a reason why, you know, there's, there's, there's three or four really big coaches, you know, that, that are in the game that have a ton of really good, but not just a ton of really good, but successful good champions because, you know, they figure out a way to make what they do as important to their people as it is to them. You know what I mean? And so for me, I'm like, bro, I would like for it to be that way. You know, the only thing is like, you know what, if I have a champion, cool. If I don't, I don't care, but I really want really good people. I'll make 100. Like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm not supposed to be a champion, but bro, I, you know what, I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I busted my ass. I did what I had to do when I was in the right spot, the right time. I made the right list when I was supposed to, and I was consistent. I was persistent and I believed, and I had people that believed in me. Like that's the makeup of a champion. It's not how much fucking weight you can put on the bar. So I'm like, how can I package that and give that to the people that they're not, that I'm involved with. So, I mean, and I, I mean, so far I've been able to do that, man. My people are killing right now. You know what I mean? And, you know, I feel like they're a direct reflection of, of, of me as a coach. Cause man, they ain't popping. Yeah. I don't have anybody with, you know what I'm saying? Two, 300,000 followers. You know what I'm saying? You know, they don't have like hella endorsements or not. You know what I mean? They're just these, these girls and guys that want to grind. They want to get it. And I'm like, bro, that's, that's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not popping. I'm just like, hey, point me to a gym and let me lift. Let me have the time of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I've been able, I've been able to really, you know, amass a group of people that 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 just get down like that. You know what I mean? And I got some, you know, it's crazy to think like, I mean, I got some straight up superstars in the making, bro. I oh shit. I got some people that are about to pop some people in the back of the head. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I'm just like, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm blessed to be in a position to, to help, you know, to have helped a lot of athletes develop, but to be helping this current group develop, dude. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm so excited for that part, man. Cause like, you know, it's one thing to, to, to be on that platform and to be able to stand on top of that podium, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and hoist that flag over your head, like, yo, we did it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, USA stand up, but it's another thing to be on that end watching you know, the fruits of your labor, watching one of your people go up there and, 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 and breaking that. So I, I, that's my goal now. I'm like, I mean, I got nothing else to prove now. Which, so what, what do you think is more, what do you feel greater from? Like what gives you more satisfaction is when you have set a goal for yourself 
and you mm-hmm. have grinded and you feel it. You're like, you physically feel it. You emotionally feel it every day, mm-hmm. the dedication, the sacrifice you made or being that mentor slash coach, because you're not just coaching the way you said you're mentoring as well. Like mm-hmm. every step of the way, building somebody up. And when it's powerlifting, it isn't like, it's going to take a long time. It can take a couple yeah. of years building yeah. someone up to something to hit a mega goal. They never thought they could and be in there for that. I think, All right, I'm gonna answer your question with a question. Ah, okay. Let's see. I will ask you this: Who's prouder, the kid that won the championship, or the parents in the stands watching their kid win that championship? When you watch TV and you see, you know, let's say, you know, we watch the last dance just pop off, right? Who was more proud, Michael Jordan for winning the championships or James Jordan watching his son hoist that trophy? I don't got a kid, but I would say knee-jerk reaction to father. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's that's the craziest thing. Like, I mean – a lot of a lot of when you win is to make somebody proud, not even yourself, but you're doing yeah. it for other people. Yeah. And a lot of times you're doing because you don't want to let people down, and that's it's not even for yeah. you. You're like, I just want my dad to be proud. I just want my, yeah. you know. Right. So you you do it like to you know because you're you you know you're sometimes you're just you know it's it's not just your goal, it's a shared goal. You know what I mean? And and so I I, I mean. I didn't. I mean, it's, I don't feel like I, I I dodged the question, but I really feel like for me, it's definitely going to be seeing my people succeed, man. Because it's like there's so much more. I think because there's more. It's double the emotion when you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it, but it's for you. Even if you know someone else's goal is that's awesome. That's what's up. But when it boils down to it, like if you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. This is about you. Make sure that you get to where you want to go and that you are the number one dude. That's it. But, you know, when you're in that point of coaching, it's about making sure that that person, that particular girl or guy is out there killing it. You know what I mean? You know, you got to stay on top of them. You know what I mean? They're going to do that check-in. Sometimes that check-in's not right. No, I don't like that. And or they see in your video like, damn, that didn't work like I thought it was going to work. Shit, we got to go back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? And, and making those adjustments because, I mean, it's one thing to be told what to do, be a soldier and go do it. But it's another thing to be that general on the other side. Like, I need you to do this, this, and this. That shit could get somebody killed. You know what I mean? So like, oh, wait a minute. That might not be the, the, the best strategy. Let me go back and figure out a better way, you know what I mean, to, to help my, you know. And then you got to, you know, you have to use your own personal experiences to make sure that your your people don't burn out. You know what I mean? That, you know, Cause you, I think with anything, when you start investing time into people that invest trust in you, the first thing for me that happens is they immediately become a part of my thoughts, my prayers, my actions. You know what I mean? Like they just, they're on the, they're in the back, they're in the back of my mind at all times. You know what I mean? So like when I post, bro, even when I post, I'm like, bro, if I post this right now and my people see it, what is it saying to them? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't ever see me trying to beef with people. You don't see me like, we, we you know what I mean? I'm coming for everything you said I couldn't have. I'm <laughs> all the smoke. 
I, I, I'm coming for everything you said I couldn't have. It's true. Yeah. Some people have used negative emotions as motivator as opposed yeah. to positive. Yeah, bro. I'm like, that's not my steez. And I don't want my people doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that to be the, the I don't want to be that to be the cruise control that I'm setting for my, you know, for my ship. You know what I mean? That that I, I want people to get on. So I'm like, yo, you 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 realize that you can be a productive member of society. You can be positive and you, you still kick ass, right? You don't? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let me show you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It doesn't I mean, have to be. I don't fully understand either how some people like, they all said I couldn't. They all said this. They, all, they probably yeah. all didn't say shit. Probably no one's no, even no, thinking no. about you. Bro, they don't even know your name. You right. forget people... People, people barely even watch powerlifting, let alone, but they found your live stream on accident, like, that dude's never going to make it. Nobody exactly. Gave Nobody it gave a shit. It's, yeah. it's, don't make yourself bigger than you are where yeah. you have haters or you have yeah. people who are doubting you. People are just like, I'm going to win the world. It's cool. Yeah. Like, I probably won't. Like, <laughs> right. I, the part that sucks, and it, 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 I think it, it put a <laughs> if if you think that powerlifting is that important to everybody else in the world, just go talk to somebody over 60. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, you do, you do that with the weight. Yeah. Yeah. And that puts all perspective. Like, Hey man, guess what? Shut your ass up. Cause it's not that important. Go to, to the growth. Yeah, go, go, go to a world championship. I remember Eric Willis. He was the first Canadian to win a world mm -hmm. championship in the open. And, um, and he did it in Canada, no less. Had him on the hey, podcast man. and I'm like, how did, uh, how did things change for you, man? He goes, not a fucking thing. He goes, I go to like, in my hometown, he's not in a major city. I go to yeah. like the grocery store. I'm walking up and down the street. It's like, like nothing, like nothing. He goes, I showed up at a powerlifting competition to help like spot and load because whatever, this is what you got to do every now and then. And he goes, and I think the announcer at saw him, he goes, Oh, Hey, um, Eric Willis. Wow. IPF world champion here today, ladies and gentlemen. And he's like, I think like three people in the back clap to be polite, but that was, he goes, that was, he goes, he's like, well, I guess, I guess that was my big entrance. When I, this is funny. When I, when I, after I won that first one in Belarus and I, I got back home, um, One of my one of my kids, one of my cheer kids, like, congratulations, Coach, you won my like, yeah. I yeah, like I appreciate it. And she's like, So like, where's your gold medal? I'm like, ah, it's at the it's at the house. She's like, Whoa, how much money did they give you? I'm like, ah, we didn't get any money. I'm like, wait. So it's not like the Olympics? I'm like, no, sweetie, it's not hell no, it's not. <laughs> you don't even get you don't get paid. I'm like, no, nah. she's like and it's all this time, like, you all walking in all sore and, like, hurting. I'm like, yeah, she's like, fuck that. I would not do that. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I suck. Thanks, guys. You know, but, like, I mean, you ask somebody that's younger than 10 years old or ask somebody that's older than 60, and so what's powerlifting? I don't know. So I'm like, you know, it's not that general of a sport for us to walk around and act like we're better than what we are. I'm like, calm down, dude. Like, people still ask, like, who's Ray Williams? Who's that? If they start asking who Ray is, you shut up. Like, calm down. You know what I mean? Like, more, you know, like, I just, for me, I'm just like, okay, cool. This is amazing to us because we're in it. You know what I mean? Same thing with cheerleading, bro. I'm in, I'm in the cheer world. No one cares about cheerleading, bro. No one cares about that other than cheerleaders. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the world kind of cared because like what they had it was it was on Netflix for a little bit. But guess what? That's just gonna fade. Let me ask you, okay, what are you doing it? For people who listen who don't know, uh, what is your role? Because originally you participated. Do you still participate, like, as a cheerleader? Or are you oh, now coach, coaching? Or, or what, what I is coach. I okay. just coach. I just coach uh, college cheerleading, university cheer, uh, for those of you that in the, of the European variety. Um, yeah, I just coach, I coach at a university, man. And, you know, I, I mean, like, I, I guess – I mean, they're all college-age kids. It's graduated high school, so I guess they're they range from eighteen to to twenty-one. Um, well, they're young adults, basically. They're young adults. They're, they're not kids, adults, but they're if they act like it, bro. They, they, <laughs> they like, is it okay? So I got some questions here. So first off, you you yourself were a cheerleader, right? So yeah. you you have to to be able to do this. Are you able to like your role? Were you doing like? backflips and crazy shit or or what did what was your role when you were doing it oh, i did it all i mean really? I, I, you know i i did i did the uh, the tumbling freaking you know did the stunning throwing the girls up catching them up high you know uh so you need to be extremely athletic and and like explosive flexible timing like you were one of bro, those dudes like, gym, like gymnastics yeah it's it's basically you take acro you take gymnastics you know what I mean? In, in you take you take Olympic lifting, and you just throw it all into a pot, shake that bitch around, and that's it. I mean, it, you're just I mean, you're pretty much doing a clean and jerk when you're doing like a toss hands extension with a girl. Like I mean, it's it's a little bit of everything, man. So like I mean, it, it requires some athleticism, and people forget that part. A lot of a lot of the girls that I work with, and even more with now, they're ex like gymnasts. Um, I I've had a, yeah, I like, see that ex Olympic level gymnasts that you know. Uh, you know, that, uh, that decide that we're going to do cheerleading. I mean, because at, at, you know, your shelf life as a, uh, as a, a tumbler or rather as a gymnast, man, it's, it's, it's about like that, you know, so it's, it's less than a power lift actually. So it, um, you know, they'll, they'll you know, end up coming to cheer, you know, and, you know, they have a good time. I mean, obviously, but yeah, it's, uh, I did all of that, bro. I, man, I've, I've been around some of the greatest athletes, dude. We had a couple of like, state champion like a couple state champion tracksters that that ended up being cheerleaders like i mean i mean you just get all kind of different people dude i live i have a guy right now i have a, a guy right now who is he is no this is no stretch of the imagination he is he's around what yeah dolphin's like six five He's just he just trimmed down. He's like six five, like three fifteen, three twenty. Holy smokes, man! He's and he's bigger. He's bigger than some of our our offensive linemen that play for our football team at the school. So so, he, but he's not tumbling around and whatnot, is he? Like his, nah. you have different roles. Like you yeah, have different, he's like a team. Nah, dude. Like if that dude, if that dude tried to jump up and, and flip and land, he would explode. He would, <laughs> he'd, he'd break concrete. He literally, he'd be, I tell him all the time. Like I mean. He's 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 one he's one of my seniors, so I've had him for a little bit, and he's one. He, obviously, he's one of my favorites, man. Love the dude to death. And I was like, hey, man, you know, if you ever tried to jump and you landed, you would cut right, and you would bleed, and it would probably have you who are gravy come out. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> he's just a big old dude. And but the the crazy thing is, he's one of the nicest guys ever. I always laugh because at the end of the game, like we always have this tradition of like in the football game, the football team goes to the edge. They go and, like, shake all the fans' hands, and they go to walk. And I always laugh. I always get a picture of it. 
he'll stand next to the team as they walk by. And he's like, always like that much taller than the football players as they walk by. He's just, he's a gargantuan guy. So, I mean, his, you know, his, his, his bad knees kind of kept him from, from playing further in the college or whatever. But I mean, I honestly, I wish, I wish his knees didn't suck because he would, he would, he would be, a, he would be, a, he's strong as hell, man. He would be an So he played football, got his knees fucked up. He's like, I don't want to leave the game. So he went yeah. into cheerleading. Yeah, man. We oh, get no a lot shit. of guys like that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times, like, there's been a couple of years that I've actually gotten a lot of guys that, you know, that were going to walk on that end up getting cut. You know what I mean? Or guys that got in trouble, got booted off the team. Like, oh, you still want to stay close to the game? You know I mean, I got the best seat in the house, homeboy. Come through. You know what I mean? So, you I know, the, best seat now. <laughs> the, the part that doesn't hurt is having, like, I have no joke. I have some of the most beautiful girls that walk the campus. You know what I mean? So they're absolutely breathtaking. And they're, like, literally the smartest, most clever, like, women that, that, that are walking around. Like, dude, I mean, they, you know, they, 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 look, like, they look like goddesses. You know what I'm saying? They have the, the attitude of a diva. You know what I'm saying? And they have the brain of a boss. Like, I mean, dude, what what guy wouldn't want to be there? You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, you get dudes like, yo, coach, let me, let me give you one. Nah, bro, I know you, what you do. Oh, okay, I was about to say, do you got dudes? And you're like, I don't think so, man. This isn't a fucking oh, yeah. dating I'm, game. I'm like a mean dad or a selfish uncle or, or just a, a, a hateful brother. Like, I'm I'm so, so, I mean, I'm I'm super protective. But here's the thing. This is the funny thing. My girls are probably more protective of me than I am of them. How you know so? What, I mean? what are they protecting you like, from, though? So we go, like I said, I'll give you an example. So we'll go an out-of-town game, right? Oh, man, this is probably one of my favorites. So we, we went to out of We were at Florida State. So we went to Florida State to play Florida State. We got murdered, by the way. So we, we, <laughs> we go to Florida State to play them, you know what I mean? And um, I, I take the whole team out. Um, to you know to eat or whatever you know so we're sitting there we're kind of hanging out and some girl comes up she goes hey so you look at your coach yeah i'm a coach whatever and <laughs> um she's like well um i you know i used to cheer blah 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 you know well how long are you here in tallahassee I'm like i'm here for you know here for a couple of days we're you know obviously here for the game she goes well hey well me and my friend's gonna go out with one of you guys want to go out and <laughs> one of my girls she gets up i, I watch her get up and she she's like your phone and so i check my phone she goes play along because i don't like this that was it i'm like okay what did she, she like though what did she like the girl was hitting on you right no straight yeah blatantly hitting on me you know here's the thing at the time i don't bro i'm i'm so when it comes like women you know coming at me so it takes takes me a little bit i'm a i'm i'm the master of after the fact like, yo she was trying to get at me was it I mean, a bad th- what was the bad thing there though i, I think i'm missing they don't something like, they don't like girls talking to me they don't like me talking why to girls. though they're just why? they're just protective like man like were you single at the time yeah don't then what matter. But that's man, that's 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 a bad thing for you. That's like, look it. You see, here's the thing though. For me, it's like it's like it's like one, you got to be professional. Two, we're on a trip. Three, it's about. I mean, the same way I am with my lifters at that time with my cheer kids. It's about family, family first. You know what I'm right. saying? So to them, like this chick, number one, she's in violation. She's talking to our coach. Our coach is our coach. You know what I mean? Like that's. It's like I'm their guy. Like no other dude. Uh, I mean, see, gotta, I don't like. Here's here's what it is. I like boundaries where it's like, yeah. I can be your coach, but you don't, you can't cross the line into well, my here's line. I, 
But the thing is, I'm a, a grown ass man. But if a dude were to come to them at that same point in time when we're eating as a team, I would do the same thing. Like, hey, bro, you really? So she, she's like, I, you know, she's like, hey, she'll play along. I don't like this. So she goes out the back of the restaurant, comes around to the front door, and walks I'm like, babe, who's this? I'm like, wait, what? She's like, who's this? And I was like, oh, I am so sorry. I didn't know. I was like, yeah. I will, yeah, I was gonna tell you, but I mean, I just I didn't I didn't know what to say to you. She's like, yeah, I I apologize. So I'm so sorry. And the girl walks. Oh off. wow, dude! But so, I don't understand why that was necessary. I was I could not. It was the hardest thing for me to hold a straight face and everything because I was I was just being nice, you know. What I mean, she's like, uh, everyone's laughing. She's like, so you didn't you didn't see that girl was hitting on you? I'm like, she was just being nice. She's like, she was hitting on you that whole time. I'm like, I had no clue. It's like. Yeah, I knew you didn't have any clue. That's why I was like, hey, who is this? Because I, I just, you know what I mean? For me, I'm just like, my whole focus when I'm there, especially on these away trips, is my kids making sure they're having a great time, thinking of the next thing we're going to do. You know what I mean? Like, I think I booked some movie tickets for us all to go to the movies after we had, you know, had dinner together. So, I mean, that was my, my concern was making sure that my, my girls were taken care of, you know what I mean? And, and also, like, you know, I had my, my five boys that were in the, hey, you know, so the boys, obviously, their job is to make sure the girls are okay. But, I mean, yeah, like, you know, 10, you know, 10 girls and, and five dudes, like, you know, everybody needs to be accounted for. So for me, it was just like, oh, I mean, I see what you're trying to do because I would have done the exact same thing had a guy come to start talking to them. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, you just, you're trying to protect, you know, to me, like, those are my, those are my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like their parents, yeah. for some reason, they were crazy enough to entrust them to me. Cool. Well, I'm gonna make sure that I don't, I don't betray that trust. So for them, like, oh, that's our coach. That's our guy. You got to move around. Like, I mean, and it's, to be honest with you, man, you're going to be hard-pressed to be, you know, uh, a straight, red-blooded American, you know, male coach that, that coaches, you know, that coaches, you know, that coaches females that, you know, that value, that love you, that, you know, that want to see you be as successful as you want them to be. You're, you're going to be hard-pressed to, to be in any program, you know, uh, uh, around the, the, the nation that, that the girls won't act the same way. Like, they – they're protective about their coaches. They're protective about the, the brand of the, of the university. They're protective, you know, about, you know, about the perception, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, for me, I'm like, I can't knock you because, I mean, I would be something like, yeah, you can't be out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hopping around from dude to dude, like, hey, my name's blah, 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 because like, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to have to send you home. The first thing smoking, you got to go, and your parents going to have to pay for it. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing. Like, hey, coach, we can't have these chicks hitting on you. Not sure, not on our watch, not in front of us. I'm like, hey, I can't even be mad at it. So I, dude, I laughed. Right, I think I laughed for like a good 15 minutes, man, because like I just kept replaying it in my head. I'm like, I, I'm, I don't even know how stupid I would look, because I mean, she was throwing blatant, like blatant, like hitting at me shots, and I just, it was just every time I was like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, well, you know, we're gonna go to a movie. She says, well, are you gonna be by yourself? I'm like, I mean, no, I'm not gonna be the movie by myself. Clearly, I'm gonna be with my kids. It's gonna be great. She says, oh, you. Like one of these is your daughter. Like, nah, they're not my. They're the. I, I coach them. Oh, you coach them? Oh, that's really sweet. You must be a sweet guy. Like, no, nah, I'm just. You know, I really care about the kids. Like, she's, just, she's like, she's like, you got muscles. Do you lift? You look like you're, yeah, you're muscular. Dude, was, you're, you're, you're like, well, I'm powerless. Thank you. My little like, I mean, you know how my my little freshman and this is she's like maybe four foot, like four foot nine, four foot ten. She's like, I just didn't like how she just kept putting her hands on your shoulders. I'm like. She had her hands on my shoulder. I didn't even know. I was just, I was just like, hey, 
cool. Oh my God, she was she was feeling the muscles. Dude, I was laughing so hard, but like it, it, you know, but they don't care. It's like you know, you're you know, family's family. You know what I mean? And I think once you, once you 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 really <laughs> you get to that point where you're making things about about the the collective rather than the individual, man, it just it makes it just makes things better, man. So that's really been kind of the you know the 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 thing that I've, I've been trying to do from from Jump Street. I mean, for me, I I know that I I couldn't have gotten this far in life without having a, just a a bunch of collectives in terms of groups of people that wanted me to to be successful. And you know, I was part of some shitty teams. I was part of some really good teams. The the you know, and it's weird, but I I probably got more out of being in the teams that were trash than it did the teams that killed. So what made it, what made them trash? Was it was it um personality-wise, there was inner, well, well, inner the, beefs or with just performance-wise? Honestly, man, it, I cannot believe I'm saying at the time, I would never have said that. But I think what made the teams trash is, dude, we just didn't have that much talent, dude. Yeah, we, were playing, we were playing against teams that were, like, far better than us. They had way better individuals. And, and in a lot of respects, they had better coaching in terms of the coaches just knew their – Player personnel a lot better than ours than us. Um, you don't necessarily. Did you, have, did you, you mean have, cheer teams or football teams? Oh, I'm talking about football teams. Like football, I mean, my football teams. I had a couple of football teams I played on that were trash. I had a couple of basketball teams I played on that were trash. Um, you know, I've never been on a track team that was trash. All my track squads I was on, they, they were dope. I mean, because you, you can have a bunch of studs and you can win. You win enough points anyway. Um, and I can't even say I can't. I've never been on a trash powerlifting team. I mean, every USA team I've been on. Well, it's Team USA, for God's sake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, like, but, I mean, but with football, with those super super team sports, yeah, I've been on some trash ones, bro. I mean, I, you know, I I was, I had a one baseball team that I was on. It was like, oh, dude, this is going to be the longest year ever. But, yeah, like, the ones that were trash, like, you know, in college especially, we just did not have the talent. Recruiting was just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just wasn't, you know – up to par with these other teams so you know when you're at a private school you you know if <laughs> you can be amazing but if you can't get in you can't play you play against a public school that can get any Tom Dick and Harry oh they're gonna freaking thrash yeah so I mean but the thing was when I was on those trash teams we were the closest knit like closest knit group of guys that you would ever meet I mean, because I mean, it's something about struggling, dude. You you you're bonded by struggle. Either struggle breaks you or it binds you. You know what I'm saying? And so those trash teams that we had, you know, they were the best people. They may not have been the best athletes, but bro, we we had so much fun together, man. We enjoyed each other's company. You know what I'm saying? And we, you know, I remember like you know, every four or five of us. I mean, I'd like to think I was pretty freaking good. You know what I'm saying? There were four or five of us that balled out. You know what I mean? But then there was, you know, there's still 11 people on the field, dog. So, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, man, this is going to be, oh, you know, it's going to suck. But we tried. Well, you know, you, yeah. let me ask you something. Um, in terms of the, when you're on a team, like when you're, when you got a cheer team and you have, how many, how many girls is it? 18 to 21 range. How many of them is there? 40. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. So, 40, 40, girls, 40, 40 girls, 18 to 21. It would be like 44 because I have, I have four mascots. 
Okay. <laughs> God. So yeah, listen, yeah. how in your the dad role is what you're saying, dog? How is that manageable? Like, do you and you you were the type uh, with your power lifters? Like, people come to you with problems, issues. You're describing a scenario where they feel comfortable interjecting. You know, boundaries are a little looser in terms of they feel comfortable coming in here and be like, you can't talk to this girl, whatever. Yeah. So, so if it's like that, do you deal with some drama shit where you're like, oh my 40, God, 40 girls, 18, yeah. 19. Well, here's the, here's the thing. I mean, in, in, it's, I mean, there's, I mean, there's myself, you know what I'm saying? There's, you know, we have two other coaches, you know, we just actually hired another coach, but I mean, you know, you have, yo know, Jocelyn, she, you know, I mean, and she's like mom role, like, and here's the thing, bro. Like, she comes from the program she came from was way more successful than the program I came from cheer wise. Um, this chick is, Oh my God, bro. Shout out Jocelyn Stevens, by the way, this chick is uh, honestly, I mean, if, if I'm trying to think of a comparison who she can be compared to, she would be like, she would be like Sam Calhoun. That's, that's, that would be Jocelyn Stevens. The, my, my, like, she is just insanely talented. There is no ceiling to what she can do. You know what I'm saying? Um, as sweet as she can be, you know what I mean? But she's got this, she's got this presence about it. Like, Hey bro, don't cross me. Like it's our girls. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Jocelyn walks in the room like, oh, shit. get straighten up, straighten up, fly right. Like she does not take really her presence. Her presence demands respect. Without a doubt. I mean, I mean, she was, you know, she's like been on, she was on like the U S national team, like for like two or three years. Um, She's um, she comes from her university. Like uh, of the four years she was there, they won the national championship three of those years. Um, If, you know, if you look at, you know, if you look at like one of the most storied programs, she comes from that, like, I mean, she comes from, like, top of the top, best of the best. And she used to suck. So she was trash when she got there, and she worked her ass off and got – she became one of the best. So it's like one of those, like, hey, man, I've been at the bottom. I'm working way up to the top. Like, you're not going to – there's no – she accepts – if it's not excellence, you, you can't do it. You know what I mean? So, like – so you'll get these points from, like, you know – She'll be, they'll go to Josh, like, hey, I, this my boss is, I can't handle that type of drama. Go to Coach LS. And they come on, like, well, but, like, you know, it's interesting. So the way you describe, like, some people, just off of personality wise, you, we, they've done studies and thrown people in a room and mm-hmm. just threw challenges for this group of people without any roles given who's the leader, who's this, who, whatever. And just people emerge. And yep. they start taking leadership roles. And they started doing like tests, like what are leadership qualities? And some yep. of them are, if there's a fuck up, the person who raises their hand and said, like takes accountability, yeah. automatically people go to that person and start being like, you start getting looked at a leader for accountability. Yeah. If there's a fuck up, the person who says, everybody relax, I'm gonna go in the other room. There's someone we have to like uh, answer to, Yeah, it'll, it'll be me. I'll do the talking. Everybody relax. I got us. You just became a leader because you took the shittiest job nobody wanted. 
Yeah. Nobody wants to have to go answer to this person. Nope. When you come back into that room after talking to the to whoever the fuck yeah. the person was, everyone now addresses you as a leader. And it's yeah. it's doing what it's doing what needs to be done that other people don't want to do. Yeah, man. That make you a leader. And then all of a sudden when you come back in that room, people settle the fuck down and listen when you talk. Yeah. And it just yeah. happens. You don't just, have to force it. Yeah. And so I mean, you know, and uh, it's the the crazy thing, you know. I mean, I, I like that you talk about leadership with me because I'm right now I'm in the middle of talking with a couple of my guys about that because I want them to take bigger roles in, in, in the family and what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like I want them to 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 understand that they 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 have a natural leader, like just a natural just a natural era of leadership about them. Like, dude, you you've got to you got to use that. I mean, because not a lot of people have that. And there's people. Don't get me wrong. I'm 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 I mean I'm notorious for saying there's a lot of betas walking around thinking they're alphas. You know what I mean? And so, you know, and there's a lot of alphas that'll take that, that beta seat, you know what I mean? Just because, you know what, if, if it needs to get done, I'll get it done. But if this dude thinks he can do it, go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I learned that from watching my dad, bro. My dad is, that, he's the most alpha mofo that walks the freaking planet, man. Is that right? No shit. Woo! Shit. Dude, my dad walks in the room, I'm like, who that man don't play? He does oh. not play. And he won't say a word. Dude, my dad is—he's of the just the minimal amount of words, dude. But my dad walks in the room. I'm like, "Ooh, all right, here we go." I ain't saying a word. You know what I'm saying? The nicest man you'll ever meet, most godly man you'll ever meet, the sweetest man you'll ever meet, bro. But like, if he doesn't say a word, you're like, "He's got something. He's got to say. He's about to say something." And when he says it, oh, you just listen like, "Indeed, all right." I got it. You know what I mean? My mom's the same way. Bro, my mom don't take no What What, what about them together? Who's outfit? You know, that's, that's one of those dynamics. My dad, I will, I've watched my dad walk in the room and people are like, oh, he's going to say, here my mom. And my mom comes walking at home like it's just like, all right, you got the, you, 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 you. And my dad will be like, this one. And he'll just sit there and just like, yep, yeah, I'll help y'all over here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I've watched it my whole life. Like my mom is, my mom is one of those like, Hey man, listen, if it's not going to get done, shit, I got to do it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to wait for you to decide if you want to do it or not. Either you roll with me or you get out. You know what I mean? And you know, and I mean, I've seen them just kind of trade in and out. I'm like, bro, I, that's what I want. You know what I mean? Like I, you know what I mean? So like, I, um, uh, I mean, th that's all I've ever known, but I've just been, I mean, I've had it in stereo my whole life of seeing, Two, and honestly, I mean, I, I never even knew that two alpha personalities could really exist at the same time. You know what I mean? But then, you know, but, you know, there's that, there's that, that intangible part of that leadership in that, you know what, I know that I can run this thing like a world oil machine. I'm also aware that you can as well. So rather than us butting heads, let me just chill. You do what you got to do. If you need me, you know where I'm at. You know what I mean? And so for, for me, I've always kind of been that way. Like, you know, um, I've run, do I, I ran cheer programs for like 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Before I, I came, you know, uh, to the universe I'm at now. And as soon as I got there, I was like, dude, I, I'd rather be an assistant coach because I knew at that particular point in time, <laughs> I didn't, I, I, it's fun running your own program from top to bottom. But for me, I was like, well, when I moved here, I really started getting into lifting. Um, I really started, you know, trying to decide, like, I knew, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to be my own boss. I'm like, well, I can't concentrate, you know, and of course, 
I was wanderlust. I was traveling all over the world. Like, well, you can't do that when you run your own program. You can be an assistant. Like, hey, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I'll see y'all when I see. Because I was, dude, I was jetting back and forth. Jamaica, South America, Brazil. I was going all over the world. You know what I mean? Because my job was allowing me to do so. So, you know, it's just weird, you know, but it, it, here's, the, here's the weirdest thing, you know, I, I love talking about is that I'm probably one of the only assistant coaches that is a part of the hiring of the head coach. I've gone through five different head coaches since I've been here, you know what I mean? And I, I've assisted in the hiring of all of them, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, I'm like, I don't know why you keep me around. I mean, I've been here for 12 years now, dude, you know what I mean? But like, you know, it's it's been one of those things where like, you know, you, you love what you do, you know, and you do what you love. You love the kids, you love the development of the program, you love the, the development of these these young minds. And so, you know, I mean, the university recognizes that, you know, so when we run through different coaches, I'm like, well, I guess my time here is up. I know like, you're not going anywhere. You're going to help keep this ship afloat. You it's I mean? weird. It's weird. All right, listen, I, real quick, I got to rock a piss if you don't mind. I got a question no, for you, fine. though. I, I got a I got a question for you though in terms of um what it would be like being an assistant coach role, and you're hiring the new guns that are taking the lead role, but you're the the glue that's mm-hmm. keeping this team together. So while people are cycling and seeing different quote unquote like leaders coming and going, and yeah. the different having to work around those different because people lead differently, right? Yeah. You're, let me. I'll, I'll be back in one shake. Yeah, one yeah, shake yeah you're fine. On a second. Okay, we are back, my friend. So, yeah, you would just say, so you, there's two things. Okay, you were just saying about how um, you had a rotating kind of like the head coaches, which is a little yeah. different, and it feels kind of probably feels a little weird when you are the nucleus that stays, and yeah. you see what works, you see what doesn't, and you also have to deal with constantly new, a new head coach who have different, and then we'll talk about what we were talking about before we came on the air. Yeah. No, I just, like I said, when you, when you, when you're part of the process of bringing like, you know, a new coach in, new regime, you know, if you will, it's, you know, it's really, it's really not that bad. I mean, because you, I've been very fortunate, but I've known every one of the coaches coming in. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. The biggest thing is just that, you know, like with anything, it's the structure. And no, no matter what people say, everyone in some form or fashion needs some type of structure in order to keep, you know, just to keep civility um, and stability. So I just like, you know, I, 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 you know, I feel like with any good dynasty, with any good program, with any good organization, there's always something, some positive. I got, I mean, it has to be a positive constant, a positive norm that, that, that binds and keeps that together almost like a you know almost like the the you know i don't know you know the 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 king's advisor you know what i mean no matter who the king is there's always an advisor because he's a bit of a historian you know what i mean he's been around a while and at the same time you know he holds the king accountable you know so for me i'm like well you know i don't feel like i'm the wise man or anything like that but i just feel like i've been in the game so long you know what i mean and, and i've seen Coaches come and go. I've seen a lot of kids come and go in and out of the program. You know what I mean? And so it's always like, well, if a new coach comes in, well, I know the mistakes that we made the last time. So, you know, the the, the crazy part about history is you're bound to repeat it if you don't know it. So for right. me, I'm like, well, 
shit, I was around when we when this didn't work, this work, this work, this didn't work. But you have free reign to do what you want to do. I'm not gonna keep you from doing what you want to do. Just be advised. We tried it last time. This this will happen. You can also be in a li- liaison between. They could come to you if they can't go to the coach, or they go to you first, then you go to the coach. Sometimes yeah. it's good to have a liaison. Yeah, those little suckers, bro. They go. They they play mom and dad with us all the time. Like, oh, uh-huh. hey, Jocelyn, can we do this? This like, ah, uh, nah, I'm good. We're not gonna do that. All right, cool. Let's go ask them. Let's go. Here's the thing. I will tell you straight to your face, man to man. I'm a sucker for my kids, dude. Like, I mean, I, I'm. I'm a hard ass. I used to be, man, I used to be super hard ass, but like, I'm a hard ass, you know, when it comes to, to life, when it comes to those grades, when it comes to going to class, you know what I'm saying? But I treat cheer like I treat powerlifting. Like, cheer is awesome, but it's a, it's a, it's a small part of life. But if you can use it as a tool to advance yourself in, in other areas, then do it. So yeah, I, I treat it like I do powerlifting, you know what I mean? It's, you know, I think that's why I've been able to do both for so long is because I, I, I love doing them, you know, because I feel like they, they enhance my life, but they aren't my life. Um, so I, I really try to echo that to the, the young men and women that, that come through the program. So you'll get, you'll get some times where they feel like they'll try to play you against one another. Like, hey, well, Jocelyn will let us do it. Like, well, you know what? Guess what? I'm not Jocelyn. So I can go talk to her right, real quick. And they're, they're, they're funny. I mean, I sometimes I'm like, how dumb are you? You really don't, you don't think that we don't talk. We talk every day. Like that, and that's the cool thing about, you know, when you bring a new coach in, like, you know, that's the only thing I ask, like, Hey, you just communicate with me on a daily basis. So we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's important. And, right. And as long as, as long as you do that, I will never get in your way. If you make a decision that's you know positive and it's, it's forward for the, the program, I will always have your back. I will never second guess you in front of the kids. I, you know, that's never big. Talk to in front of the kids. I will show you the utmost respect because the hard thing is I'm always the elder statesman. So when they come in, if it's a younger coach, usually they're trying to establish themselves and everything, you know, and there's only been one time that the coach was older than me and the dude was just trash. He actually was just worse. He's worse than all the ones we had before. Um, you know, he barely lasted half a semester. Um, so when, when they come in, like the biggest thing is like, you have to show that United front. You have to show that you, you support what they do and that you respect what they bring to the table. You know what I mean? And what ends up happening is after that, they just, that there's a bond that forms, man. Because, and the kids watch it form. And I think that's a cool thing because, again, remember, the kids are usually new to each other as, as well when these new coaches come in, you know, because they have, you have to do a whole new tryout. So the kids watch a new coach and the established coach that's already been there. They watch you grow closer and they're like, well, it's okay for me to grow closer to this person next to me. You know what I mean? So, like, the, the, the juniors that we've been together now, the, the newest coach we have, Joss and I, we've been together for three years now. And so uh, we're going on four. So the freshmen that we have, they've literally watched, um, you know, her and, and, and my relationship, like just, okay, it started off like, you know what, we were good friends. We worked together before. And then now it's like, she's like my sister. You know what I mean? Like comes to the house, eats, does holidays. Cause like, she's like from like New Jersey, like she's from hours and hours away. So like they, they're able to see that, 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 that cultivation of a friendship, the forming of a bond, the forming of a family, and they're able to do it, you know, themselves. So, I mean, it's, you know, if, if you can lead, but if you lead by example, man, it's way more impactful, you know? And so, I mean, it, it's cool to, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to talk, to talk to people about a journey, but it's another thing to be on that journey with. Um, so it's, it's I, I, I just, I, I, I say it over and over. I'm just, I'm fortunate because I've been able to just be a part of something just, 
just awesome. So like each time a coach comes in, if a mistake was made with the prior, you know, the prior coaching staff and like, hey man, we probably don't need to do that because it didn't work the last two or three times. Let's try something new. Um, you know, if there's some sex, sex, successful things, like I'm a big note taker. So dude, I take hella notes on so much stuff. I'm like, hey, let me tell you some stuff that really worked for us. So, I mean, you know, there's, there's good and bad with, with it, but I think the biggest thing is that you're able to just, you know, for me at least, it's not really their job as a coach to, to, adhere, to adhere to what I say or to, you know, try to, you know, mold to what I feel they should be as a coach, but rather it's me as an assistant to be able to do, like, I have to Bruce Lee that shit, bro. I have to be like water. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Bruce Lee that shit. Um, I love it. You have to <laughs> roll with what they bring to the table. And then, you know, what ends up happening is once you form that bond, you form that trust, then they start asking more questions like, well, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? And that's when you can, you know, you can be the wise old owl and like, hey, you know what? I think this would work for the kids because of X, Y, and Z. Before we tried A, B, and C, it didn't work. So let's try, you know what I mean? So um, it's just time, man. You're right because everyone's got ideas and opinions how you present them and when you present them is how, if they're going to be received properly. That's so, the thing. We know that now because we're older. Right. Yeah. She went in the 20s. I'm like, nah, that's stupid. Let's do it like this. I'm telling you, man. So yeah, I just, you, you'll, be, you'll be too. You might have been too abrasive. Look, at, I'm still learning. There are times when I got ideas or something I want to say. After the fact, I'll be like, fuck, wasn't the time. But that wasn't was, it. But I'll, I'll, it wasn't it. Here's, here's something that's different, though. When I'm older now, I know afterwards when I'm like, didn't feel right. Didn't come off right. Didn't feel yeah. right. Wasn't the time. Wasn't the way wording I used, whatever. Yeah. I'll know, like, I'll have to double back. Maybe not right away. Maybe it is right away. Maybe not right away. But I got to double back. Make a mental note. And um, ego wasn't a part of it. If I got to double back, I'll be like, I'll double back and try to make this right. And be like, Dude, me, you, you know? are... I'm telling you, that's, that is as, that's me to a T. I wasn't like this when I was younger, man. When I was younger, no, man. you well, let it ride. I, I, I said the wrong thing. You don't like it? Fuck it. But no, yeah, that's bro, not I, how you lose relationships like that. I'm going to tell you, man, man, I wasn't like that shit a year ago. Yeah, you Straight know what? Up. It's fairly, when I mean younger, I mean literally a couple of years ago. It's yeah, very recently. Like you know yeah, what a powerful like, word I don't, I didn't use enough? Sorry. Ooh, I didn't yes. use it enough. Dog, didn't I use it enough? Now I would be like, my, I'm, I'm telling you, there's some, there's something about that word, sorry. The term, I'm sorry. Like, you know what? My bad. Not my bad's not good enough because even sorry. then, man, like, it's I, I, my equivalency of my bad is like when you tell somebody I love you, that is like I'm sorry. When you say my bad, that's like love ya. you. Know, <laughs> or you're saying it back, but you never say it first. If yeah. someone goes love you, and you love you. Love you, love you. But you're never the one that says says it first. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, like, you know what I mean? There's there's love you. I should say there's love you and I love you. If you type out those three words, you're about that life. Just like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so, sorry. It's it, a hard thing to say. L- let, me, let me add something here. Let me add something here. Yeah. Saying I'm sorry also doesn't necessarily, here's, here's what I've grown to know. You might think you're right. Of course. That's why you, you took the position you did initially. They also think they're right. Of course. That's why they yes. took the position. Here's the thing. What I've grown to know. It doesn't matter if you think you're wrong or right. 
oftentimes there isn't a wrong or right. So when you accept that, you could still say sorry because you offended them or made them feel a certain way, even if you're like, but I was right. It doesn't matter if you think you're right, they think they're right. Someone on third party could watch and be like, I'm not sure if I agree with either one. It's no longer about wrong or right. Sometimes swallow pride and realize it's not worth being right. Yeah, dude. You don't gotta be right. Yeah, man, there's some people, there's some people I've heard recently, man. And I'm like, I honestly had no clue. I thought we were on the same page this whole time. Same. And, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to, there'll be times when I'm like, it isn't worth a friendship or whatever it, whatever oh, it is. I, and I'm like, dog, oh my God. I will, I will, and I feel no two ways calling someone up and be like, can I talk to you, man? We yeah. put all, pull all the who's right and wrong. Not worth it to me, man. If I offended you, I'm sorry. That wasn't my intentions. And I won't bring that shit up. I don't need the last word. I don't need you to know I was right. Yeah, Let me just say, fuck it because I value a friendship better than I was right or yeah, who was yeah. right. Right. Yeah. You know what? The loneliest man on earth by himself is always going to be right. right. <laughs> Whoa. No shit. There it is. Yeah. So for me, like I, I really, you know what I mean? Like it, I, it's happened three or four times. And like, I'm talking like recently. So I'm like, and I always swear that we're on the same page. And then, you know what I'm saying? When, when it turns out that we're not on the same page, and I mean, I'm not gonna lie, with 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 ladies, it's different than with dudes. I'm like, you know, with dudes like, my man, that's on me. My bad. I apologize. I you know, I thought we were on the same page, my guy. I really did. You know what I'm saying? I'll do better on my end about communicating, you know what I'm saying? I've noticed that, you know, with with guys, I mean, I'm not saying that women aren't quick to forgive and everything. I just feel like with guys, I mean, sometimes we just take it at surface like, damn, that hurt, dude. Like, all right, cool we're good. Just give me a couple of days. But, you know, but yeah. I found that with, you know, with, with, with ladies, if, you know, if you get to a point where you've, you've heard them, you've got to a, a point of disagreement or that, you know, that you've offended them in, in some form or fashion, it's not that, you know, it's not that like, you know, the guys don't take it hard, but I feel like, you know, I mean, you know, a woman will put up with it up to a point to the point like, dude, you hurt me to my core. You know what I mean? Because I mean, you know, I, I they, obviously they, they feel emotion far more deeply than a man for sure you know what i mean it's proven you know what i mean so it's like i realized that, that i may have hurt you that wasn't my intention in any form of fashion i swear to you i thought we were on the same page i'm sorry i really am i'm not even gonna ask you you don't even have to talk to me you know what i'm saying just take this email take this text take this call take this message you know what do it do with it as you will just understand i'm reaching out and let you know hey that was on me my bad i really thought that we were on the same page my bad, I messed up. And That's then, all you can do, dog. Listen, all you if do, if they rock with you after that, cool. If not, then like, hey, it is what it is, you know. Like, and the part that sucks is like, I mean, I don't really, you know, I don't necessarily go out of my way to make a lot of friends, dude. But if I'm like reaching out and I'm talking to you on a daily basis, if I'm like, you know, just trying to be friendly, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? And you you develop a rapport, you develop a friendship. I'm like, hey, man, this is this is dope. Like, that's awesome. I mean, because it's, it's hard to make friends. It's hard to make genuine friends, I should say. It's easy to make acquaintances. Yeah. So, right. you know what I mean? But when you get to that point where it, it, there's a possibility of it being severed, bro, I, I damn near go into panic mode because I don't want to lose a friend. Same. And, and I, I, it rattles me how some people, it lets you know quickly if some people can walk and you're like, holy shit, really? Like, damn, I thought we were tighter. Like, you, Whoa, you could, yes. you, it would be very difficult 
for a real friend to lose me. Like very difficult, especially if that real friend came and apologized or wanted to talk about it and said, let's put it aside. In life, man, you ha- the hardest word is sorry. And if someone comes, it's the hardest. And it's the hardest thing to do. If someone close to you comes to you and says, like, a po- like for a real apology and it's genuine, it's like, man, you got- take that, like you really, be- you think about whether you're like, I'm going to sever this relationship over. Yeah, but you, could be, you better think about that because that's, that's a genuine person. That's a genuine person right there vulnerability man because like you know what they're vulnerable yeah they made themselves vulnerable to to keep your friendship they valued it enough to put themselves vulnerable talk yeah. to you for real open themselves up yeah, and if and you were still like nah fuck it that better be some real like man you yeah, better it better be some like class, <laughs> like class nine classified dank dirty shit that they did yeah it's yeah. like at that point it's just like man that's not a difference just, of opinions you could be like 2018 LS and be petty as shit. Like, nah, you know what? Exactly. It don't matter anyway. Lots of petty as petty dog. But yes, yeah, so I, I think, you know, I think that's a that's a point where, you know, I mean, it's you know, if, if one's able to humble themselves within any it's any situation, you know what I mean? To humble yourself really puts you in a point where you're like, you know what, man? Maybe I am not as right as I think I am. You know what I'm saying? Maybe what I said to 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 that person, you know what I mean, wasn't you know wasn't the the smartest thing to say. You know, maybe I need to reach out. I'm like, yo, that's that was on me. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, no shit. Sometimes I actually even double back, reach out. Like, hey man, I you know what I mean? I just want to reach out one more time. Let you know. I've yeah, man. I've I've uh. You know what? There's Okay, here it is with men. Here's what I found. It's easy for me anyways. If I say sorry to a girl, sometimes it's easier than saying it to a man because sometimes men will feel like you're showing your neck like in the wild, in the wilderness. Yeah. You show your neck to the alpha to be like, you can have it if you want yeah. it. But so they'll take it like that. And you're worried that if you go to another man to be like, I want to let you know, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. You're like, does this person think that I'm, it's not, it's that old quote, don't mistake in kindness for weakness. Right. It's not because I'm afraid of repercussions. It's because I value what we have. Oh, without and, a and, doubt. And it, when you're big enough and secure enough, a person to be oh, yeah. like, to be like, I don't care how, whatever it gets perceived or yeah. whatever the shit. I know this isn't coming from a place of weakness. This is oh. coming from a place of value. And when I'm genuine, I can double back again and be like, listen, are we, are we still good? Yeah, like, yeah. Let, let's talk about it. And if yeah. the other person can't forgive or can't talk about it, there's nothing. You could at least walk away and be like, fuck, man, I, I, tried. I don't know. I tried, man. Because you, you will never meet anybody who's never made a mistake, done the wrong thing. Or you, here, here's the truth of it. You might, not always be in the, you might not always be in the wrong, but still have yeah. to apologize sometimes. That'll happen, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. That'll dude. happen, too, because for the better of the relationship. Yeah, I mean, you, you just can, you can have to eat a little crow every now and then. You'll have to take the L. And, like, you, you know, I mean, my, my dad always says, man, sometimes you got to take the knee, man. You know how many times I have to take the knee with your mom? Like, he'll take the knee. Like, dude, I mean, I'm like, you, you took the knee. Because at first, I didn't really give me it. was like, take the knee, man. Like, sometimes you can be the best player on the field. You got to take the knee when they kick that kickoff. I'm like, she goes, hey, sometimes you got a fair catch. I'm like, I right, go well, football terms. Well, here's the when, thing. When, when, you, when you use the term taking the knee, this is what I'm talking about, how men look at it. 
It's submitting. It's bowing down. Wow. When, you when you use an apology and the analogy is taking a knee, you see what I mean? And I, I know what you mean. Yeah. But you're just like, I don't fucking want to take a knee in this situation to ah, this bro. man. But yeah. I, I try to separate. An apology is a, is a, I am actually coming from a place of strength. Yeah. When I tell you I'm sorry, you know how fucking strong a man I oh, am yeah. and how, how much integrity, the integrity I got and the strength and security I got to be able to look at you and be like, can we talk? I don't give a shit who's right and wrong. I'm sorry. You know I'm strong. Dude, low key, I'd rather fight you than say I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, exactly. No, you, I, or you, or I you would. Fight you straight fist fights rather than say I'm sorry. Like, no, let's just go out back. I'm going to dust your ass off if I tell you I'm sorry. Or, or, I, beat up, or I beat up my best friend rather than tell him I was sorry. Like, I, that's how, dog, I, God, I was a man. Or you could lose a relationship that was like, you like later on, you're like, fuck, I just lost. I lost, I burned a bridge for not oh, for just yeah. holding holding my ground like yeah. man, you know life is short the older you get you're like i don't give a fuck i don't care i don't need you to tell me i'm right I'm i don't need you to tell me this i don't need the last word i don't need that bullshit you know what i'm sorry let's keep it moving let's stay together i've done that i've done that with like past relationships man like yeah <laughs> yo you know this bad when you look back and like i man, i've hit up a couple of exes like you know a while back like hey listen I was just thinking back on my behavior, you know what I mean? And let me put this to rest. I can't even, I can't even here's the thing, dude. It ate at me at the time, but it, you know, I still, you know what I'm saying? I was still like, and it wasn't even there like, oh, I cheated or, or it was like, oh my God. I, one, I, one, one, for example, was like, she was sick and she drove to, she, she, she lived in New Mexico, I live in Texas. She drove from New Mexico to spend Valentine's with me. So I set up this huge Valentine's dinner and all this stuff, man, this awesome restaurant my buddy was manager at. And she gets there and she went out, she pretty much went out the night before and got drunk and hung over. I mean, so she was sick. I was so pissed because I don't drink, number one. So I couldn't understand, like, why? At a time, like, I couldn't even get the idea, like, why would you go and get hammered? knowing that you got to drive five hours to come and spend Valentine's with me. So rather than just like, well, let's let it slide. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, this dumbass went out, got obliterated, has a killer hangover. She's done. She's throwing up. She can't even drink water right now. She's pretty much in and out of, you know, you know, being passed out on the bed. And I had this awesome night plan and she can't even get up to go. Fuck it, I'm going out with my boys. So that on oh, Valentine's, no, oh, no. Valentine's fell on a, it fell out on a Thursday night, bro. And, and Thursday night was like our off the only off night that we had, you know, uh before you know we got got ready for game prep. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, uh or rather I should say before off season, we, it was our only off season day that we had off. So like the whole team were all getting ready to freaking go out. You know what I mean? And I remember like, dude, I'm about to hit these streets so hard. I remember, I remember I said that to my boy Jerry. I was like, hey. Like revenge to... drunk or what? <laughs> like you're, I'm gonna get revenge drunk tonight. I was like, like, bro, we're about to hit these streets so hard tonight. Because I don't drink, so I was like, well, me, me is just like I'm going out. I hit my my boy, uh, my boy Dale, my boy D was uh, he was DJing. Like, hey dude, I need you to play all I, I sent him a list, like these all need to be on the set list. Let's get it popping tonight. And you know, like it was. I don't even, I was just tripping, man. And I remember I left her at my crib in bed, sick, 
I oh no, LS! No, no! <laughs> oh, don't do it! No. You know, don't you look back at shit like that? And you're like, what the fuck was I doing? I've, everyone's That's done funny. things like that. She is married with two kids, and I, I hit. I don't know how I got her number, but I hit her, man. I was like, hey, this is LS. But I've had the same. I've had the same number, like, bro, bro, shit. Since I had my for my first cell phone. I've ever had to press, I've had the same number for 20 something years, right? I hear her, I was like, hey, listen, this is LS. And she's like, yeah, I know. You still got the same number. I'm like, yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I was like, I just want, I want to just tell you, I'm sorry. She said, what? Oh, fuck, LS. This is, I got uh, chills. I was like, she's like, what? I was like, you may not remember, but that, Valent- that Valentine's Day that you came down, She's like, yeah, I remember it vividly because I, I was throwing up all night and you weren't there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, she like, remembers. I was so angry at you, you know, for coming in drunk and everything because, you know, um, she didn't know all the stuff I had planned because it was all a surprise. And uh, I, was, I was so angry at you, you know, for coming in drunk and not being able to get up and move and everything. I said, like, that was, I just felt like that was a shit move. She goes, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sorry about that too. I was like, no, nah, here's the thing I'm most sorry for. And then I just, I still had all the pictures and stuff from the setup. So I like sent it to do I do I had a bro at the restaurant, the restaurant had this gazebo. I had to put lights in the gazebo and all that. It was fire. I was ready, man. It was I wasn't gonna ask her to marry me. It was just it was like I think I was like I, you know, we were been together for like two years around that time. So I was like, this is gonna be dope. And I, you know, you know, I said like I like I dropped a full hundred bucks on all of that, dude. Oh, okay. Well then I get why you might be mad. I was a college student, bro. That was all my little change. Right. Like I mean, so I remember like just how betrayed and pissed I felt, but then I didn't even have a, like I didn't have it in my heart to even tell like you know what you missed out on you know what I mean so I I went I ate the dinner I did I ate the dinner me and my boy ate all the the food that I pre ordered we ate it chilled in the gazebo kicked it just like had a photo shoot and everything in the gazebo and then I'm like yo we're about to hit the streets so hard I didn't I mean so like I I, I sent him the pictures like well this is why I was so mad you know what I mean but I never communicated that with her. <laughs> And so, you know, she's like, now I get all these years. Cause I mean, here's the thing, dude. Like, if I don't forget it, you know that she hadn't forgotten it. Right. You know I mean? And, you know, and, and it always takes that. I feel like that was that pivotal moment, like in every relationship, like, you know what? This is going to end badly because of, well, for me, I think that was that moment. Like, you know what? This is not going to work because this fool left me on Valentine's Day. And for me, I'm like, shit, if I can leave a girl in the middle of, you know, in my room, you know, damn near passed out, throwing up all night. And go out one bus found her and say, Do I really want to be with her? You know what I mean? And really, I was just, I was just petty. I was mad. I was pissed. I was, my feelings were hurt. So, like, you know, I apologized to her and everything. So, we had this like long conversation, everything, dude. And like, I think we might, we might maybe into like 15 minutes of the conversation. And she just starts breaking down. I'm like, Oh no, what happened? And she's like, I honestly feel so bad because I knew that I shouldn't drink. I, I didn't want to go out that night, but I decided I wanted to go out. And she's like, I knew that, I knew like, I hope this doesn't mess up tomorrow. I remember thinking, I hope this doesn't mess up tomorrow, but I kept drinking. I'm like, damn, dude. She's like, so I should be apologizing to you as well. So I was like, man, bro, that was like 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. So like. What, how'd it feel? How good did it feel afterwards? Dude, you know how, like, I feel like everyone has those those historical <laughs> I, I feel like it's a backpack, right? You carry this backpack, you know what I mean? You have these, like, historical weights that are on your shoulders, you know what I mean? And they just stick with you. 
You know what I mean? And some people, and some people, you know what I mean? Like you'll go to your grave never having had a chance to say, you know, goodbye or never having a chance to say, hey, I'm sorry for how I treated you. That was one, that was a big one. That was a big weight, you know what I'm saying? That was like, like 50 kilo, just chilling in my back. And dude, when, when I, we had that conversation, man, we put that to rest and I felt like, I felt lighter, dude. I felt, dude, I, I felt, I felt like, a, I just felt like, I mean, that was a part of my, a, a part of a chapter that, could literally close. I felt like the book was just right there. And when we finally did that, I was able to close the chapter and I was able to kind of move on. And, you know, and here's the thing. She was the only, this is fucking so weird, dude. She, of all the exes that I've ever had, you're going to love this. I am friends with all of them. All of them. Can Two I- of them I actually set up with their like current boyfriend slash husband or fiancés. Yeah. I've set two of them up with guys. I'm friends with all of them. That was the only one that I wasn't friends with. Can I say something? You were the total opposite of me in that of all the exes I've ever had, I'm friends with none of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're gone. But, but, like, I hold no beefs, no grudges. But, um, but I just move the shit on and I don't collect... I don't collect friends like that because it makes it more complicated when the next person comes around and they're like, Oh yeah, here's Max. We're still best friends. I don't want to, I just oh, want no, it to be like, I said, I'm friends with them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well, we don't, it's not like we talk on I'm daily friendly. basis. I'm friendly with yeah. them. If I see them, Hey, what's up? Hope you're doing good, whatever. But they don't reach out to me for favors and they don't. Oh my, here's the, you'll love this. Okay. I, I got an ex, bro. She still hits me to this day. For that dick? So like, no. No, for like advice. And <laughs> <laughs> for that dick. <laughs> I needed a sound bite. I needed a no, sound bite. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> That's the sound bite. That's the one. That's the sound the bite. One. But she, um, She'll hit me and like just like for advice, you know what I mean? Um, like she's a teacher, you know what I mean? So like she'll hit my advice, you know, and she's actually like she's like a recovering alcoholic and everything. So like, you know, sometimes she's like, Hey, listen, you know, I know you don't drink, you know, like what what are some of the things that, that you've done to help yourself, you know, like, you know, resist drinking? I'm like, I just don't I just never have, so I don't know. I just doesn't seem appealing to me. Like, you know, you know, we have a lot of we just have like a lot. I mean, we're we're I guess older, wiser, far more mature than we were when we dated or whatever. So it's like, it was, it was weird. And she's probably the only one I'm like, dude, I've literally went from having a, a girlfriend to her being my ex to being one of my closest friends. You know what I mean? And it's, that's so, it's so ill because I mean, I've had, you know, a couple girlfriends since and they know completely about her before they do. She's like one of my closest friends. And so when, when you know when you know when all all the stuff that you know that that's been jumping off all the racial tensions and all that stuff when all that popped off she was like the first one of the first people to text me say hey listen i'm thinking about you hope everything's okay you know hope it's okay with you if i start posting some stuff about it i just really feel like you know it's it's my duty blah 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 like you know um i mean you need people like that i mean people that that, that know you to your core you know what I'm saying? Because again, at the end of the day, she may be that voice of reason. Like, you know what, dude, if, if you can't get through to me, you might want to reach out to her because 
you know, she, she, she knows how to like, you know, get through to me, you know, especially when you're in the early stages of relationships. I'm like, Hey, if you want a point of reference, here's an awesome point of reference. But, but you would tell your current to go to your ex dog. I, I don't know if, if a girl told me that if a girl's like, if, if, if you're not getting through to me, here's my ex man. Talk to him about, I'd be like, well, it's yo, just, yo, yo, I'm an ex I'm now. Not, be careful. I don't. Exactly. I would be good with that. Here's the thing: like, I'm not a very jealous person, like in any form or fashion, right? So, in that, you know, for me, information is power. You know, loyalty is power. But more than anything, man, just straight up honesty is just powerful. And so, you know, if I'm gonna have, you know, I mean, here, here's the thing: like, if my ex was here before you, number one, and she's not, I mean, and you, you know, here's the thing, like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to him, you know, they're like, hey, dude, you know what, like, this is this is this girl that you, you know, not, we don't text all the time, but like, this girl that you asked for advice, this girl that's reaching out to you for advice, this girl that's asking you, hey, what should I get my boyfriend for his birthday, blah, 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 like, well, you know, like, who is she to you, like, are you, I'm, she's, she's like, literally one of my best friends, all right, cool, like, you guys date, because they, they always ask that question, am I well, wrong or am I right? Well, if it could, they always, at least in my experiences, if you have a, 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 a close relationship with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a girl, like, you know what I mean? And you guys can be best friends or whatever. It comes up at some point. I'm like, you guys have a date or anything? Like, it may you should ask. Time. You should. If you ever have an inkling and you yeah. want to know, and you better ask, don't assume. Don't assume. Yeah, you know what I mean? And the thing is, dude, women. Women just have that sixth sense, dude. They know, so it's like, they, yeah. you know, sometimes like, you know, like, so did you guys date? Like, yeah, dude, we dated for a couple of years. Oh, okay, that's cool. I was like, you know, I mean, and number one key I, for me at least, I can't speak for most dudes. Dudes are stupid, bro. Like, agreed. <laughs> the the number one for me, the number one key is like, I that's it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we dated for a couple of years. That's pretty much it. All right, cool. I'm like, there's nothing else going on. Cause an idiot, that's the first thing idiot goes. Nothing else is going on. Shut up, fool. Now you just put that, <laughs> put that seed in her head, stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, and, but for me, it's just like, you know, because she's really good friends with my sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, you know, and it, it's not like she, like, I want to be a part of your family, but she just, you know, it's a very unique relationship in that, you know, she was, she was, she was able just to, you know, become more part of my family than anything. We were, you know, and it's weird because, like, you, you, you know, I've dated a couple of girls, actually, like, similar, like, we were better friends than we were, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, you know what Significant I mean? Significant others. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So I think we were, she and I were way, we're far better separate than we were together. But like now it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, there's been a, a, a but, I mean, cause I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like there's, there's sometimes like, Hey man, I don't really know, you know, I don't know how to word this. How would I word this where it's, you know, you know, where it makes sense to, you know, to, to a girl like, well, shit, let me send it to her. Cause she, amazing with like she's an amazing writer so like hey man you know so it's like you ask your ex for advice on writing dog this is this is no, unique you gotta be careful but no, the other girl writing, no, hold on let me be not writing another girl but like let's say like i'm writing i mean because i i do a lot of writing um like for like just like different like publications and stuff like for, oh you know, okay okay for, okay for okay. young women and proofreading and, and yeah 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 oh yeah, i got you yeah, i got yeah, you yeah, all right you know i'm saying like at one point i would love I would love to write a book, you know what I mean? Like 20 people will buy it, you know what I'm saying? But she would be one of those people like, hey, I want you to proofread this. But she's yeah, an amazing yeah. writer, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, 
you know, like, I, I hold her opinion right up there with my mom and with my sister. It's, but it's not like, I mean, I go to the well and I'm like, hey, I need to draw some, I need to get water from this well all the time. Like, I mean, right. you know, I, I just, I, all this, and it's, this is straight up, all my life, I've literally had, you know, four, four, four females for, for every one male that was in my life in terms of, you know, like my circle of people. So Really? Dude, that's unique too. I am, uh, I have, so we, yeah, we, we got some differences here and there. I think like morally, we got tons of the same. Yeah. I don't know if that comes because we're around the same age, but yeah. maybe because we, when we talked about like saying the word sorry and having yeah. certain things right. But for me, in terms of who I surround myself with, I am like by far male dominant. And um, <laughs> there's some girls, but if I have a girlfriend, boundaries i I'm, i think like boundaries are i'm a lot bigger with boundaries especially yeah. with uh with like x's and shit like that i, I could be hard to reach you get oh, yeah, like oh, so you can put the all, xbox and they don't i mean don't, don't get me wrong they don't all uh they don't all get like the 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 invite of the being my life like once you're out you're out you know what i'm saying but it wasn't like you know what you would die you know what i mean yeah it's no not, hell no i don't do that i don't i don't man I don't get angry and then, like, it's not bitter. It's nothing about bitterness or anything like that. When I say I put up boundaries, it's only yeah. to make things less complicated. Yeah. Like I don't, whatever. I try not to complicate things. And the thing that always gets me is like straight up, like I'm, I'm, you know, anybody that knows me, I mean, I'm just super emo, you know what I mean? So like, I think a lot of that, I think I identify with just with, you know, to an extent, uh, with just, the female realm of emotion in terms of, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, guys, I mean, guys, we love, we do, we love, we love, we love in a mighty way, but I mean, it just pales in comparison to how a woman, you know what I'm saying? A woman loves hard, dude. They love hard, they love deeply. You know what I'm saying? They love- They'll say what they feel in a lot easier. Dudes yeah. will fucking play some weird yeah. macho shit. It's like, man, can we talk for a second? Yeah. <laughs> like, and so because I've always been surrounded with, the, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of women, like like most of my best friends, have been, you know, been you know women and everything. Like it's like you learn to you learn to channel that that part of you that just really has the emotion. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, like it's 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 cool because again, I mean, you know, I I have a lot of guy friends, bro. But let's be 100. Like you hang around guys for you know for for a while, and it's usually the same stuff. You start talking about chicks. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like especially like you and your single boys. Hell, it could be you. And a bunch of married dudes like, ah, oh, yeah, dude, I can't wait. Man, it'd be nice to be. <laughs> and so for for me, like, you know, when, when you're hanging around with the girls and everything, you know, and, you know, it, you get to see just, it's a whole different perspective. It's a whole different way of life. It's a whole different way of communicating, man. They just, you know, it's, the emotion is right there. It's in the room. And, you know, I mean, you know, if, 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 if everybody's like, you know, just, happy dude it's it's the dopest time with dude just like bro it all it takes is one fart and everybody's like oh shit it's, you know it doesn't take much for us to have a good time you know what i'm saying like so we you know and the drop of a hat dudes just go nuts but with, 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 with ladies i almost feel like it's if it, you know everybody in the room is just it, it's it, the vibe is dope it's a it's a really good it's a really good feeling you know what i mean it's just it's just two different it's just two different ways of 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 of, of, of moving, you know. So two I two different energies for sure. Listen, oh, let me. Oh. When I talk to one of my boys, who so there were times every you go through rough patches in life. That's just straight up what it is. 
there have been times where I've, I've reached out to one of my boys and was like telling him about some shit and I would say something how I'm feeling because it's my dude. Though afterwards when I, I messaged him, I put LOL afterwards. And, um, and then I would say, and I don't know, I kind of feel like blah, blah, blah. And I put LOL. And then I put, and then I'm like, and then he stopped and he goes, listen, man, you don't, you don't got to keep putting LOL at the end of when you're saying that shit. Yeah. He's like, I know what you're doing. You don't have to try to play some shit off. He's like, drop yeah. the LOLs at the end and just say how you feel. And I was like, holy shit, you just totally called me out that I was somewhat hiding. Someone, yeah, and if it was a girl, I wouldn't have been so worried about it. Yeah. It's easier I mean, to talk to a girl sometimes like that. Yeah, it's, 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 man, damn, it's so much easier. When you're talking feelings, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, and with the dude, it's just like, man, you just never know how it's going to be taken. You know, right. but then I, I think, you know, kind of like along the lines of like saying sorry, like I think you get to a point like, man, what does it matter? Like, bro, if if you don't want to rock with me because I'm telling you how I feel, and pro- I don't, pro- I probably don't need to kick it with you, dude. Like, I mean, well, I, life I, life will strip people away who weren't true friends. Anyway, yeah, well, if you can I, lose someone, if you lose, if it's easy come, easy go, they were gonna find a reason to go. Yeah, they were looking for a reason to go anyway. Right. So I'm like, well, for me, I'm like, dude, like if that's how you feel, bro, you need to die slow, dude. I don't even care. Like, I'm moving around. I don't care. At this point, you need to die slow. You went from zero to a hundred real quick. Bro, I, I, <laughs> that was quick, I, dude. I, I, you were compassionate to I will bro, kill your children, I, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, like, bro, six pack. If you wouldn't know me back in the day, you might Jesus. off the grid. I was really I, my, my, my man Jay. Like, I, I have a couple of couple of my boys I grew up with, man. Like, and it started off when we started off, it was like six, seven of us, seven of us. And just through life being life, man, by the time we were, by the time we were juniors in college, dude, every one of our friends was dead except for us three. That was What it. the fuck was, what happened? What? Dude, it, it was just, yeah, man, like, but we just, it was so many people that died, man, and got killed and all kind of stuff. So, wait like, a second, LS, wait, we can't, I need to hear, are you comfortable talking about with the shit? Because I never no, heard any of this. No, I, I never I, heard I, any of this. Oh, yeah, bro. Like, I mean, I, uh, what was our, our freshman year, I'll put it this way, our freshman year of college, I, re, I will never forget this. Our freshman year of college, we had 11 of our friends, 11 of our friends died. Hold, what? Dude, yeah. that's a fucking basketball team. How the shit in one um, year? In one year, by the time we, we finished our freshman year, I'll never forget that shit, man. We had like 11 of our friends die. Okay, friends, acquaintances. Uh, sophomore year, we had, I think, a couple more, friend, a couple more friends died. And uh, my favorite coach, our favorite coach died. How um, did all this happen, dude? Why? I mean, you can't go through every single account, but that's a lot of death. We had, you know, like, you know, one... You know what I'm saying? Literally, one of my, my absolute best friends. Honestly, believe it or not, he was one of the first friends. You know, you have like friends that you don't remember making. You just knew that you were you've been friends. Like he's one yeah. of those like our dads were friends. Like he, you know, uh, I was bigger. It's crazy. I was bigger than him, but he was my fullback. Um, uh, both of my both of my fullbacks, they both died. Both of them died uh, by the time by the end of my. Uh, uh, sophomore year but yeah like one one died of an enlarged heart uh the other one the other one shot himself 
who had won our freshman year. Uh, he shot himself, like you know. Jesus, I remember. I remember when we were younger. Here's the thing that you know people forget: when we were younger, there wasn't talks of depression. Right. There wasn't a people leaning into mental illness. There wasn't people, you know, I mean, people were talking about like say no to drugs, shit like that. But mental illness and, and you know, people's, you know, young kids' mental anguish was not a thing that people, you know what I mean? Depression, you know what I'm saying? It, like, you know, you want to talk about feeling weak. If a man, okay, first, first off, men are more likely to commit suicide and more yeah. likely to do it like, like by a, a large, I forget the number, it's like three times more around there, yeah. and far more likely for it to be violent, like shooting yourself. Yeah. And we are ill equipped to talk about our feelings. And yeah, there man. was no internet, there's no secret. Like you just had a bro fucking brochure in the nineties. Like yeah, here's a here's a pamphlet, or you talk to someone. You might be able to go to you know you might be able to call a one eight hundred hotline. You know you yeah. might be able to go to a uh, you know to a, a, a institution and maybe talk to a shrink. But even then, like I mean, there was such a stigma. You know, one hundred percent. Now you're crazy. Like yeah, you're crazy. You know what I mean? And so yeah, man. So I, I had then like one of the one of my homegirls that. At, and that was, that's one of the, like, when I talk about the backpack of having, like, never, not being able to say goodbye to, because I didn't get to say goodbye to any of those dudes. Yeah. Because at that point, we were all gone. We were all at camp. We were all, you know what I mean? Like, we played ball. One of my buddies was, you know what I'm saying? He was, you know, on one side of Texas. I was at another side of Texas. Another dude was, like, you know, and he was in Mississippi. So, like, you know, um, my junior year, that was like our first, like our closest of our of our of our of our crew. Um, that was when the first one died, man. He got shot in a drive-by in a town of like maybe two thousand people. Why the fuck did that happen? That's insane. Honestly, some jealous, some jealous, jealous ass dude shot him. Like, uh, we it was a crosstown rival, uh, or I should say, uh, cross-country rival, or say cross-county rival. Uh, they live, you know. Exact same size town, exact same size school. They were our, our rivals, um, like 20 minutes, you know, down the way from us. And uh, there's a little town that's like, you know, about an hour outside. And he was, uh, he was at a, at some chick's house, you know, just kicking it on the front porch. Dude came, shot him, ran around, like ran around the block, and he bled out, died in the alley. What the and, fuck, man? Oh, this is the part that's crazy. So he had a scholarship, a scholarship offer uh, to Texas Tech. And of all, at that time, like, we didn't have any kids that were going big school D1. Um, so he was going to be the first kid. Shit, I, I think since my, my cousin, shit, my cousin, he, it was like, that was like 86, 87. So at that time, it was like 10, 15 years since a kid had actually got a big school offer. And so... He was, it was weird, dude. And it's weird because to say it out loud, it sounds like it's on a Boys in the Hood type shit. They with Ricky, that's exactly they were, what happened to Rick, with they Ricky. To see, they were waiting to see if he, you know, what his test scores were. Because he, he took the SAT like four or five times and just didn't, couldn't pass it. And uh, he got killed. And like before, shit, before, before, like it was like the day before his funeral. He got his test scores and he had passed. Dog, that is fucking boys in the hood. That's exactly what happened. His test scores came in after. Bro, and like that's that was a kind of like you know, kind of like you were talking about, like you know, like leadership, you know, and 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 you know, 
It's weird to think, damn, it's weird because I think for me, that was when I was like, you know, I think, I don't think that I'm a leader. Like, I mean, I, I feel like I have like some, some pretty decent leadership qualities. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I don't, I'm definitely not a fucking follower, but you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. But I, I felt like for me, that was kind of, I guess, my moment that I'm like, dude, this is, this is, you know, no one else is going to say anything. You know what I mean? And I, I know, I remember I felt like this guilt growing in my chest because I remember the, the minister was like, does anybody have any words they want to say to the family or to anybody here? Dude, and it was like, it's the biggest church in town. It's like five, 6,000 people in it. You know what I mean? Like standing room only, people standing in the balcony, people standing in the aisles, people like the doors wide open because like people are trying to get in. Um, and, uh, cause the dude was, a, he was like a top level. He was a top level athlete, man. Marlo Riggins, RIP bro. Um, top, like he was one of the best receivers in the state. And, uh, I remember like the preacher's like, is it, does anybody want to say anything? None of our coaches got up. None of the players could get up. Cause I mean, people, they were, they were grieving still, you know, you know what I mean? No parents would get up. You know what I mean? And I remember thinking to myself, like, dude, this, this is the same cat everyone was yelling for and saying, oh, he's going to do this. He's going to go to tech. He's going to be amazing, blah, blah, blah. And no one's saying anything for this dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's my guy. That's my guy that's in that casting. No one's going to say anything, you know? And so, you know, I, I remember, I remember, I, I remember I looked to my right and I mean, my, you know, my, my best friend, you know, my, my best friend, Jeremiah Johnson, called him JJ. He's on my right. My homeboy, Wayne, uh, we call him Smooth. He's on the other side of JJ. I'm like, bro, like, if I lose these dudes, it's a wrap for me. Isn't that scary when you have to start and, thinking about that? So I remember I stood up and I don't even remember, I don't remember walking up. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember. I, I feel like, I don't even know, if I, I feel like I was floating. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember one foot touching the ground. I just remember thinking like, no one's going to say anything. And I remember I saw his girlfriend. She was one of my really good friends. She was like sitting there crying. I'm like, damn, I saw his mom. I saw his little brother. I'm like, damn, bro. Like who's, who's going to hold down his family now? Like, this is crazy. And, and how old were you, by the way, just for reference? I was like 16. Fucking yeah. damn, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, 15, 16. And so you, you I, stood up out of all the adults in the room at 15, 16. Yeah, bro. Like if, who, cause I'm, I think to myself like, that, I mean, I don't know any, oh man, I swear I'm not trying to soapbox. I just don't know any other way, dude. Like, I come from a family where, like, if it needs to be done, somebody's going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I've seen, I do, I've, I've seen my dad, you know, be accosted, you know what I'm saying, by a group of white men. And he did not waver. Stood there, like, like balls heavy, back strong, didn't move. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I, I, I've seen my mom, bro, I, I watched, I watched the, I watched the white man call my mom black nigga bitch right in front of, like, right to her face. She just looked at him and smiled with God bless you. Holy shit. Like, that's some, <laughs> that's some fucking. And the dude, the dude wilted, bro. Wilted. Like a plant in the sun. So I'm like, man, I don't know that. You know, I don't know that that I'm like a great leader. I don't know that it, I'm about stepping up. I don't, I don't know anything about that. But I do know I I have two examples that 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 raised me. So I'm like, man, if it's got to be done, somebody's got to do it. And at the end of the day, bro, if if I'm in that casket laid up, I would want somebody to say something, something. You know what I mean? And so I mean, shit, I got up. 
you know, I, I really don't remember what I said, you know what I mean? But, you know, I said what I had Anything's to say. better than nothing, man. Anything, someone, yeah, anything's better than nothing. And I sat down and then it was like, okay, cool. And then people started coming up. People started going up. Then people started going up. But I mean, that's the, you know, for me, I'm like, you know, I guess, I guess that was my first taste of like, you know what, man, you know, you can have a small voice, but it's still, it's, it's still a voice nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I don't know, like, and, 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 and again, that's, I think that's why I don't have a lot, a lot of guy friends straight up because the dudes that I do have, bro, when I tell you, I love these boys, these, 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 my boys, my two boys, I have up no joke when I tell you, I love these dudes to an absolute fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like you love somebody so much, you damn near hate them. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know any other way in terms of, you know, how to treat my friends, how to, how to treat my friendships. Like, dude, if, if you're in my life and if I fuck with you heavy like that, like, I got your back. No, I got your back till day zero. It just is what it is. So in losing all those people, you know, throughout, throughout all those years, you know what I mean? And losing, like I said, losing my favorite coach, you know, um, you know, and it, I, I, again, I came to, I came to terms with losing a lot of those people. And I was, you can't say you're cool with it. You know what I mean? But you know, like I, you know, I mean, but you know, I just, you know, one of the guys, I, you know, one of the guys like we literally, when I lived out of the sticks, we, we, we used to ride the bus every day together, every single day, every single day together, man. And then who would have known, you know, five years later, this kid would be dead. You know what I mean? And, you know, another one of the guys, his dad and my dad worked together. You know what I mean? And we legit, I mean, we grew up in West Texas, dude. So whenever it rained, he lived like, you know, like I lived in the, okay part of town he lived in a really nice part of town we had a, a park in the middle and every time it would rain the the park the pond would overflow and so there'd be this huge puddle <laughs> and he would i remember he would call me we used to remember we used to use the actual telephone we'll call me dude the puddle's huge like all right i'm gonna be there you know what i mean and i would ride my bike we would just run through that puddle dude over and over and over and you know we did this well into like high school dude like we're 16, 17 doing the same shit. And if you would have told me a year and a half later, this dude would be dead. How did he die? He took his own life. God damn, man. You know what I mean? So like, but again, I, he was dealing with demons, dude. Like, you know, he was, you know, he was alcohol baby. You know what I mean? So he had, a, you know, you know, he, you know, he, and his dad was actually his uncle. His uncle and his aunt adopted him. You know what I mean? You know, and it, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't even a, it was what his actual, his immediate aunt and uncle, was actually his great aunt and his great uncle. You know what I mean? So they're both in like, you know, their mid, late sixties and they adopted him, you know what I mean? And then the other, the other set of, of aunts and uncles, they adopted his sister, you know? Um, so, I mean, he, he came in with a lot of problems, you know what I mean? But, you know, like, you know, you, you don't really get help back. Like, I mean, there's, the counselors didn't even know how to help him. You know what I mean? So how the hell is he going to know how to help himself? You know? Mm. Um, you know, then, like I said, after he died, he was one of my one of my other fullbacks. And my other my other fullback, like I said, like one of my first friends that I ever made, like he, uh, he, he, uh, he, he died of an enlarged heart. And his little sister found him in his room there, dude. So, like, it's one of those things, like, you, you get these little pieces kind of torn away from you. You know, the older you get, 
the more you deal with, the older you get, you do a little bit more, you know what I mean? And so you start valuing life, you start valuing people a little bit more than, you know what I mean, than I guess you normally would had you not had to go through this stuff. And like I said, the only, the only one of all my friends that, that, that died and that passed on or that got thrown in prison or what have you, the only one that always bothered me, man, was it was a, a girl that I, you know, that I, I loved her to death, dude. And, I mean, she already had, like, medical problems. She was, like, wheelchair bound. She, you know, she, it was hard for her to walk anyway. Her name was Autumn Pollard. Rest in peace, Autumn Pollard. But I always thought she was the funniest girl, dude. And but when I first met her, I used to make fun of her. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, I, she, moved, she moved to town in elementary, you know, we like, fifth and sixth grade. I used to make fun of her all the time. You know what I mean? And she's called Wheelchair Autumn. I was just a dick. And she called me an asshole one day. <laughs> I fell in love with her. I'm like, you know what? I rock with you, Autumn. And then from that point on, bro, it was just like, I got your back no matter what. And like, I mean, I obviously I was hurt when a lot of those other people passed, you know what I mean? I, but I had good relationships with all my dudes, you know what I mean? But with Autumn, we like felt, we kind of fell out of touch, you know, once I went off to school and, you know what I mean? And I mean, and I, you know, I had heard like her medical conditions were getting worse and worse. And then I, out of nowhere, man, like, I'm like, you know what? When I go home, I'm gonna go see Autumn. And my mom's like, no, Autumn died. Like, what? Why didn't anybody tell me? You know what I mean? And that that's the one of all the people. It's weird, man. But of all the people that that you know that I've I've lost over the years, that's the one of, of my friends that I'm like, man, that's the heaviest weight in my backpack. Because that's the person I'll never get to say goodbye to. You know what I mean? Because I, I know we would have had a laugh and a half. So you, you know. So for me, it's like, you know, I, you value life, you value the people around you, you, you value the time that you have, dude. And, you know, and that's it. So like, I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, I just don't have time, you know, at this point, it's like to, to, to deal with the BS. I don't have time to, 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 to make my, to put all my eggs in my powerlifting basket, to put all my eggs in a cheerleading basket. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I want, I want substance out of life. I want to have as much texture as possible. Like that's that's why I'm doing this podcast. This shit's fun. This is Wait. something that you you know, like you 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 get a chance to just to chop it up, you know, and kind of just talk about how you live and how you get down. I mean, because again, I love talking about powerlifting, but shit, I'm only gonna talk about by 15, 20 minutes, and I'm like, all right, cool. All right, so you take what I do, copy paste, change the numbers, and another person does that. Copy paste, change the numbers, and another person does that. Like, so, I mean, it only gets you so far, you know what I mean? And I think the, the more, it's just real dope, dude, because like I said, I, I think when I, when I, when I, when I told you about, when, when I messaged you about like your, your podcast with Screamer, I just felt that was real dope because I mean, even with, even with this podcast, the evolution of this podcast from early episodes to present episodes, I'm like, bro, you're, you're, you're digging down deep. You're getting in there. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I think that's the part that, that a lot of people miss is that we're just regular ass people. You know what I'm saying? You know, we might have some, you know, some world-class strength here and there. We might, you know, lift a little bit more than the average person, but at the end of the day, we're just regular ass people. You know what I mean? And while, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm super anti-idolization. Don't idolize a damn person that lives away. That's the stupidest thing I can think of. You know what I mean? Like, you can be a fan of, you can think of what people do is, is pop and that's what's up. But like to idolize a lifter is 
That's for that skill work. only, yeah. For that skill only, yeah. I know what you yeah, mean. Bro, like, if, if, they're, if they're bringing something to the table, you know what I mean? If they're contributing to the society that we live in, that's a bet. That's worth it. But, I mean, if, if all they're doing is, is posting some videos and they got a hell of a lot of followers and they get a bunch of likes, what the hell is the idolize about? That's nothing, my G. You know what I mean? Like, you're better off, you're better off worshiping Odin. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, make up a false idol. It's, yeah. it's you, you know, so when you're talking about, um, for me, like in terms of people leaving and you don't get to say goodbyes and shit like that, that's why later on you start realizing, A, letting shit go and saying sorry and closing some doors before, because that shit, like you, I think sometimes you just think there's always more time than there is and there isn't. Oh my God, <laughs> bro, you're so right, man. You know, it's, you know, I mean, it's obviously the most precious resource we have, obviously, mm. time. And like the road, you know what I mean? But, you know, I, I, I just, man, I mean, you have a lot of time, but you don't have a lot of time. The scariest thing and the most, like I said, for me, I, you know, I, I said earlier, information for me is so much power. You know, knowledge is power, but for me, information is a lot. It's a lot of power. So facts and data that's information. I feel like they're really powerful. So, you know, the scariest, most sobering thing, you know, for most people is realizing that you have an expiration date, right? Yeah. And so I look at, you know, I look at like the average mortality rates for African-American males. It's like 66, 67 maybe. I think it may be around 70 right now. Back in the day, it was like 63, 64. For my dad's generation, it's legit like 63 to 64. I think maybe 65. My dad's 65 and a half, 66. My grandpa died at 65. So I think to myself like, bro, not only do I have T minus 24, 25 years, <laughs> That's daddy, he's literally playing with house money right now. Yeah. And so, you know what I mean? Like, am I, am I spending this time, am I spending this time wisely bullshitting with people? You know what I'm saying? Am I spending this time wisely, you know what I mean, being in the gym four and five hours? You know what I mean? Like, is this productive, productive time spent? You know what I mean? Or should I be on the phone with my pops? Should I be trying to make my pops come down and see me more? Should I be going to see my pops a lot more? You know what I mean? Like, what, you know, am I, you know, am I allocating my resources properly? You know what I mean? And at the same time, while I certainly am looking at, you know, my, my, my dad and his possible expiration date, and my mom, who, you know, to be 100 with you, you know, if my pops were to pass, my mom has, I think, I mean, she's, she's I mean, I guess, uh, based off of, 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 of uh, stats, she used to go probably within two or three years of him. So, and it's, I think he's even less vice versa. So I think to myself, okay. My parents are up in age. They're not old, and they're super active. I said, my mom is super duper active. You know what I mean? But, 
you know, they're not in their 70s, they're in the 80s. But here's the thing, they're not supposed to make it to their 70s or 80s. Based off of modern day mortality rates, okay, cool. So while I'm looking at their expiration date, I'm also looking at mine like, ooh, shh, I only got about 25 left, my guy. That's it. Back now. If, 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 if I'm an outlier, maybe I might have 30 more, 35 more. So do I really want to have kids? Am I going to even be able to see my kids graduate? You know what I'm saying? Certainly, even, even, even more like, that's be cool to have a kid. Bro, I won't even see my grandkids. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you start, you start thinking about all those little things. So what am I doing with my time? You know what I mean? Like, so if I can't be, if I can't be the man that directly, you know, creates another generation, I can certainly be the man to try to impact the next generation through my actions. You know what I'm saying? Can that be best done through lifting weights? Possibly. You know what I mean? But it can't be done by me lifting weights only. That's it's not possible. You know what I mean? And is is a baller ass total really gonna make that much of a difference in the scope of things? Probably not. You know what I mean? So, you know, what is it that I can do with the time that I have that can be the most impactful? That can you know, that can speak speak to my my love and my belief in the God that I serve. That's going to really make a difference. Like, what can I do? All right, bet I know I can treat people well. I know that. Like I said, I know that I can say I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I can do that. I know that I can feel, you know, I can, I can work my eyes off to make people feel better. You know what I'm saying? You know, after, I, after I'm gone, than before I came. You know, I know that I can work on that part. So, you know, that's, that's, just, that's where my head's at more so now than ever. Doesn't mean that my love for, for the lifting game is gone. It's not, bro. My fire is hot as shit. I'm trying to take heads. I'm not worried about that. I mean, I just don't have a doubt like I used to. I just didn't know if I had the capability of like coming for a dude's neck, you know what I'm saying, and, and making them, you know, you know, bend and bow to my will as a lifter. I didn't know that I had that ability. Now that I know that I have, I'm not worried about that. Not only am I not worried about that, bro, I've, I've done it enough times at this point in my career, like I got nothing to prove. That's scary. Like LS before was, I was dope. It was, he was dope, you know what I'm saying? But LS now, it's more scary to lift against me now than it ever was. Niggas, I don't give a shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I got nothing to lose anymore. I've gained everything I needed to gain. Got what I'm saying? So, like, I'm like, at this point, dude, you know, I, I love the game so much. I love lifting so much. I love being a part of it so much. I love the people in the game, self-included, so much that anyone that gets in the way, anyone that, that impedes the progress, anyone that's not trying to see the progression of this, they got to go. If I got to chew through you, if I got to run through you, if I got to lift through you to, to, to make sure that we keep this thing moving in a positive direction, then so be it. You know what I mean? If I can get other people to follow, that's dope. If not, this shit, is, I guess it's going to be me, John Wayne, and by myself, Lone Wolf in it, whatever. But I just, at this point, I don't have that kind of time. You know what I'm saying? You know, for, for the foolishness. I don't have that kind of time, you know what I mean? But these cats be chasing likes more than they are, you know what I'm saying, the uplifting of this sport. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I just don't have that time, kind of time. I mean, I just, it doesn't make a lot of sense, man. I mean, so, I mean, 
I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't, we've talked about everything on this thing so far. Well, I feel bad. It, I, I really here's, here's, here's what um, – here's two, here's two pieces of advice I could give to anybody. If they just want to fly straight and narrow as much as possible without, like, veering off courses, um, some takeaways from some of the things you just said, okay? Look at how many people that were in your life that took their life. If you don't – here's one realization. You don't know what other people are dealing with. So if nothing, if, if nothing else, don't add to somebody else's shit no. needlessly. Don't put shit on other people needlessly. Don't go out of your way to fuck with people out of vengeance or, or you feel slighted. Now I'm going to fuck with you this way. You yeah. don't know. Hey, eye, man. Don't fuck that eye. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't know. This guy could be on a tipping point. And when you, when you had that, whatever grudge it was that happened with this guy or girl, you don't know what they're going through that month. That wasn't their best self. And that interaction was like the smallest little piece of yeah. their fucked up day. And yeah. they came off wrong with you. And now you're going to be like, I got an opportunity later on to fuck this guy or this girl. So I'm going to get me my back. And you're like, this person's hanging on by a string, man. They didn't mean to fuck with you. They didn't mean to fuck with you. They're just like hanging on. And they had a bad interaction with you. And you could later on try to get yours back. And they're like, when they can't have one more, when they're like, please, man, point, man. If, if nothing else. So it's uh, don't add to someone else's. And also like, um, try not to judge too much because you don't know. So if someone's acting a certain way. Sometimes it is like, give them some space and just some understanding. Of the guy, fuck it. I don't know what this person's going through. And that's the not judge too much. You take so much stuff so personal because I'm right. like, shit. You know, you're only you're only ten minutes of that interaction. They still had twenty three hours. Yes, yeah, minutes of yeah. That, day that they probably got shat on for twenty hours yeah. of that day. Maybe got three hours of sleep, and you know they spent ninety minutes, or I should say, they spent fifty minutes. You know, what I'm saying making their way to you, and that last ten minutes of that day, you shat on them. You know, what I mean, like that may have been the, the, the tipping point. So you just you never know. You know, right. I just. People are crazy, I mean, not crazy, but people are crazy in terms of like, dude, some days we just were on it, some days we're off, you know what I mean? And yeah. you just never know when your on day might be somebody's off day, you know, and, and vice versa. Sure. I, you know, I, I don't know, man. I just, at this point, man, I just, I think, you know, I think, again, like we talk about when you get older, the more you start realizing, dude, life is just, life is it. You know what I mean? And, and you have life and death and everything that happens in between. And it's what you do between, you know what I'm saying, the time that you check in and the time that you check out. You know what I mean? And so, you know, people are doing a lot of just dumb shit right now <laughs> um, between, you know, check-in time and check-out time. Like, you know, and I just, I don't know. Like, that's where, that's where my, my energy is, 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 is being, you know, focused on right now. You know what I mean? And I don't know how long it's going to be that folks that way, but like I said, you know, um, the whole, you know, George Floyd thing that, you know, that, that, that was going on and, 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 you know, I mean, you got, you know, me 